What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 103 of Beef's Beef. Here, as always, with BJ, who is arguing with our guest about allegedly... Th- Sun's out, guns out, bro. Yeah, wearing the extra <laughs> medium. It says XXL on there. That's not... Double no, XL. It's youth double XL. Okay, it's youth medium, but... <laughs> Why does it say XXL on the stomach, but it says medium on the tag? All the what? old jerseys said that. That was a thing back in the 90s, the shirts. All Louisville football, XXL. I guess. Hey, Dallas Cowboys good football. Shape. Good shape for being the age that it but, is. You heard his voice already. We're welcome, Daniel Grimes. We're doing a Big Ten preview today. That's Big right. Big Ten football preview today. A little early for basketball, but I guess we'll do that later. ACC. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Big Ten. Yeah. So, as always, we got to start off the – we don't have to. I guess we do have to. <laughs> We've contractual, contractually obligated ourselves. Yes. For good reason. Letting you guys know who is sponsoring the podcast. Our friend, Crystal Lackey, I actually – Spent Sunday over at their house with the fantasy draft. So thanks for that. Oh, I thought you were moving in. No, not moving <laughs> in. Becoming an adopted child. Maybe I don't know. You never know what's okay. going to happen. She probably get you a mortgage. Yeah, but why would I need a mortgage if they're going to adopt me? Probably pay rent. You yeah. probably got to pay your share of the rent. So yeah. that's a, that's what you Light do with hill. the mortgage. Is just maybe that my mortgage is the rent. Yeah, I'm not maybe. super knowledgeable on this topic. It yeah. sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a roommate. I couldn't tell. You. So. Yeah, you're a roommate now. No, we're married. It doesn't count. Yeah, you're a roommate. Children. It doesn't count. Married with children. Yeah. You're a roommate now, pretty much. But rates are at all-time low right now. Allegedly. Hit up Crystal, 502-615-0743. Check her out, centurymortgage.com backslash C-Lackey, capital C-L-A-C-K-E-Y. So you're not going to capitalize the L? Well, it was inferred. I, that's the biggest word you've ever used. Got, <laughs> By the way, no, no, no. That's like inferred is the biggest word, word you've ever ish. used. This is the deal, though. I, I've got some news for you, and I didn't want to use the word already, but I do have to say it because there's a rumor out, and the rumor is <laughs> that I have to use the word allegedly. You know, there was a time where what's crackalack? Yo, my homie, what's crackalack? That was never a thing. <laughs> there was that was never where a thing. are we going? Because I have no idea. <laughs> where Can we, we finish the ad or do you got to throw Let me finish where I'm going first before I forget. But it's allegedly originated by Crystal Lackey. What is? Yo, what's up? What's crackalackin', bro? No, it's no, it was not. That's just what the rumor has. That's I, that's I have I have heard that rumor. Yeah. Because you just heard him say it. Yeah, well, I still well, heard it though. Yeah. I still heard it. God I'm just saying there's a chance so, that could be true. As always, Century Mortgage is an equal housing lender. MLS number thirty nine twenty five. Oh, you're getting better. I'm getting better. You say it a couple of times, and and you know you have Crystal. You know, pretty Back much saying, hey, you should let BJ read it because you can't read. It kind of hurt you a little bit. But the, here's the thing. Yeah. I've told you before, the umpire at the at the ballpark thinks that we're brother and sister. Really? Yeah. Dead ringers. They're dead ringers. Hmm. Apparently so. I mean, she, she, I guess that means that she's fat. I'm sorry, Crystal, for that. Nobody, nobody said that. <laughs> nobody on this side of the table said that. Said what? I'm not saying it. No, we're not. What, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying if she, if she is a dead ringer of me, then that would mean she's fat. So, technically, you did indirectly say it, D. No, that was not. Crystal Lackey's MLS number, 173-5979. So, that means we can get into the podcast now. Yeah. And MLS is tough to put those letters together. It is when you say it fast. I don't know how those guys. I'm, Somebody sh- should have thought shout that. Shout out to those guys on the radio that say it really fast. Yeah, MLS. Well, I, I know why. BJ doesn't like it because MLS is 
soccer. Oh, That's yeah. That's very national. Non-Major League Soccer. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm with it. Okay. I'm with yeah. the MLS. Well, we'll start with the best part of the show, as always. And even though we've got D here, who's a classic guest, um, we're going to go back in time. And we're going to go back to number three. Even though this is episode number 103, we're giving you facts about the number three. So we'll start with the math version. First odd prime number and the second smallest prime number is three. Keep it simple for you. Number two, the whole number of pi, we all know pi, right? 3.1415, and clearly from your joke earlier, it looks as if we all like pi at the table. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't, actually. I Whoa. Not a pi like thing. Okay. You I don't think about it first. No, I don't like cake. I like pie. Oh, yeah. This I don't know f- how you can dislike pie. Which, speaking about that, a homemade ice cream is on sale for three ninety nine at Meyer. Every night when I walk by and look at it and tell them no, I'm no, out, dude. Not. I need to go get some more. Sponsored yeah. podcast. Yeah, homemade. Hey, yes, we're in Cincy, dude. I'll be up Cincy twice this year. Maybe I'll set up a meeting. Sounds like you take the sponsorship and ice cream too. I might get off the bandwagon if that were the case. That's you kind of have saying. to. You kind of yeah. have to. Oh, man. I could definitely taste test a couple of different products. Yeah. But back to number three, according to Pythagoras, and Pythagoras in school, (laughs) don't laugh already, you guys are throwing me off, the number three, which they also call triad, is the noblest of all digits. It's the only number to equal the sum of all terms below it, and the only number whose sum with those below equals the product of them and itself. So do me a favor and explain exactly what that means. Okay, I, I so blacked out. You, you guys know the Pythagorean theorem, right? That was originated by Pythagoras, which was taught in the Pythagorean school. But the number three, which they refer to as triad, is equal to one plus two. So basically you just read exactly what you read before. No, again. no, no. I never said one plus two before. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. That was about. only one half. All you deep thinkers, you can follow that. On to number four. I could explain it better, but it just keep going in circles. Number four, the triangle, a polygon with three edges and three vertices, is the most stable physical shape. For this reason, it's widely utilized in construction, engineering, and design. Very popular triangles. And as some would recall from older movies, triangle upside down. No, I can't say the rest of the words because they're inappropriate. I have no idea. I don't what that is. know what that's from either. I'll show you a video later, but it's very comical. You can't even tell me what movie it's from. I think Ready to Rumble. Well, obviously, you Classic. remember it as well. They also yeah. don't make a lot of triangle-shaped buildings anymore. Like, no, like, but DDP used to. They used no. That was a diamond. No, that was a, that was Egyptians. A I mean, diamonds are kind of triangular. You talking about Diamond Dallas Page? Yeah, that's DDP. Yeah, yeah, which was that was a diamond, not a triangle. So when you turn it upside down and you flatten the top, it makes a triangle. It's the it's a diamond. Similar. Well, it's not. He's not TPP. Yes. TDP. That sounds like you a, know. You make a compelling argument, but I'm not going to concede <laughs> this side to you yet because my version. Triangle goes Dallas Page. Listen, over here. let me go. <laughs> Hey, you're on to something. You TDP. Man, it sounds like uh, like, no. a, like an alarm company that protects your house. Dude, first Order of all, that's TDP. very true. Second of all, that's a decent wrestling name. If you ever become a professional wrestler, what, I, I think that's worth which it. Which game? Oh, wrestling name. I thought you said wrestling game. Yeah. No, if you ever became a professional wrestler. But on to number five. Uh, humans are trichomatic. Now, I know you're wondering, what does that mean? And D is very thrown off <laughs> over here. Confused. But it means we distinguish colors based upon the varying sensitivity of different cells in the retina to light of different wavelengths. 
aka we see different colors thanks to being trichromatic. I, I thought this was a sports podcast. Yes. So did I. BJ ruins it every episode with this stuff. How would you know what color was playing what color if you weren't trichromatic? Because of the different wavelengths. I'm colorblind. How am I supposed to know anyway? Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry, dude. You know I men are more apt to be colorblind than women? That's a really true story. Yes. Sounds fictitious to me. You know, it's you not probably should Google said it. the A word. It's worth before. a Google. Okay. I'll check men, it out. Men are more apt to be colorblind than women. It's also <laughs> the best player who is under six foot one ever in the history of the NBA's number, Allen Iverson. I wore forty five dude. Yeah, the NBA. Oh. You are, are you under six one? Yeah. Probably. We're close. talking about we got my deeper wide. <laughs> oh no, Iacho. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then yes. Okay. Number seven. In American and Canadian football, a field goal is worth three points. To all you knuckleheads out there, this is where we're getting into the sports part of this. In association football, winning a match awards you three points for standings, a.k.a. that's soccer. Some would like to know. Uh, three goals in a match is called a hat trick in soccer as well as hockey. In baseball, a batter. This is why three is very important because it coincides with each of these sports that we play and love dearly. Three goals in a match is a hat trick. In baseball, a batter strikes out on the third strike. Each team um, concludes the inning upon their third out. In bowling, three strikes is called. Three strikes in a row. Turkey. 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 Who are you calling turkey? Dude, that's a delicious meat right there. But you also miss the hat trick is also if you strike out three times in baseball. That's not a good hat trick. No, but it is a thing. Yeah, there's also rally caps. Did I miss that too? It's not doesn't have anything. Also, to do a seventh inning stretch too. If we're gonna cover yeah. all the bases. No, I'm just saying if you're talking about hat trick, it's also when you strike out three times. Yeah, and I'm just saying if you're saying hat trick, then there should be a rally cap. And D is just saying if there's a rally cap, then there should be a seventh inning stretch. So I think those all compare in the TDP spectrum. There's also a last call for beer too. It's the seventh inning stretch. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. That's an important fact for individuals um, <laughs> and aliens. Um, I would say in professional wrestling, and this is funny that you mentioned the TDP, but in professional wrestling, to pin your opponent, you must hold their shoulders against the mat for three seconds. That's to pin them. You can also win by submission victory. I'm known to have done that. Some matches you can throw them out of the ring. You know, and that wins the match. But to pin them, you got to hold their shoulders against the mat for three seconds. On to the next one. The triathlon involves three events, swimming, biking, and running. I think we should have a triathlon at some point. Yeah, I'll film it. Okay. You're going to be a part of it. <laughs> and then in volleyball, once a team is served, teams are allowed to touch the ball three times before being required to return the ball to the other side of the court. On to number eight. One of my favorite films of all time, 1986 film. Rush Hour 3. Oh, Rush Hour 3? I don't know. 1986? I'm just taking a stab in the dark, man. Rush Hour 3 was actually better than what it was critically acclaimed, but not as good as Steve I hate to say this, BJ, but we actually agree on that one. Yeah. Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, like the Chevy. I was talking about Rush Hour 3 being (laughs) better than it was critically acclaimed to be. Uh I wasn't talking about three. Three Amigos is okay. Like, I don't hate it. Rush Hour 3 was the one in France, right? I don't remember. I just remember it being better than what other people thought. It was pretty comical, as all of them were with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Those two played off each other pretty well. But anyways, Three Amigos, 1986, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short. Martin Short. And on to number nine. I wanted to do a little something for the people out there. Trivia. 
The God, no, no trivia. The God, I drop knowledge, bro. I don't ask questions. The Godfather and the co-inventor of the power move is sitting in our presence. And so what I felt I needed to do is drop a little bit of knowledge. The definition of power is the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality. The definition of move is to go in a specific direction or manner, change position. Our definition of power move is asserting your dominance via an action Jeez, you take. Man. Okay? I see you're asserting your dominance over the English language today. Thank you. <laughs> um, I appreciate your time. Miriam Webster over here. This concludes bringing us, bringing the us intro all of our power power moving facts to episode number 103. Yes. So, I <laughs> just every day every podcast BJ you blow me away with these new facts. Cease to amaze you. Fan favorites though. All of them. classics. Uh, I mean, I'm still waiting for a fan to tell me that that's their favorite part. I think you already heard it. On but I'm also 100. still waiting for a fan to tell me that it's their least favorite part. So that cost me a lot of money to have that person say that. So I'd like you to acknowledge that, please. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Your dad did say that. Yes. <laughs> Who's also an alumni of one of the schools that we'll be talking about today, the best school that we'll be talking about today. I don't know where your dad went to high school. It's pretty much what we're talking about. Amazing football. School. So, I think he went to Mays. Actually, I'm not positive about that, but I'm pretty sure. He's going to be really mad when he listens to this and you said the wrong high school. No, it's definitely Emmaus. <laughs> Probably. The chances of it being Emmaus are high. So, first <laughs> off, dude, over the last weekend, they had, um, what was it, week zero with football with the Miami and Florida game? Yeah, terrible name. It is. You know what I failed to read, though? It also cost you, spread. No, it also cost you $100 to get into the Magic Kingdom to even go to college game day. Oh, yeah. Well, it yeah. probably always costs that. Or was but that I'm like an additional? You had, you had to pay that to yeah. even go to college game day. Yeah. So that's even bigger of a thing. Genius. Joke. It was a good game, though. Florida tried to give it away about 100 times. So did Miami, question. though. Neither yeah. of them. At the last well, three Miami minutes. Miami never had a lead. Yeah, they did. Well, or no, they did have yeah. a lead. I forgot. They took the lead in the third quarter. Thank you. What were you going to say, though? I was going to say that I cover the spread. I, no one cares who you cover the spread. We didn't bet it. 24 to 20, seven and a half point spread. Thank you. Lock of the week. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm you yours. said it, and it was not recorded. So. What did you bet? That jersey? Yeah. Yeah. Schmediums? Yeah, he cut it real close if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I brought that up, so Saturday I went over to my buddy John's. Got some mac and cheese, by the way. The, the Alfredo mm. mac and cheese fire. It, it's it is, legit. It is legit. And it's, you had some brisket, some smoked and, brisket. Uh, you hadn't let me get to that point yet. I know. Way to cut them off, PJ. Yeah. That's why I invest that. True story. Oh, we're going to have to cut that jersey off. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to do it. Oh, well, you guys are going to have to see this jersey, man. I swear. I don't think my Listen, nephew could get into that it jersey. It used to be a lot bigger, but yeah, since when, I've been working out, dude. Yeah. The jersey didn't I, I get smaller. The, this is the jersey he came home in oh, when he was born. <laughs> Baby's first jersey right here. Yes. <laughs> BJ was born. That's the jersey they brought him home in. I would like to know when I originally got it because, you know, I've always been a taller Kindergarten. individual. Well, Kindergarten. Yeah. You were born in, what, 1990? Yes. That's probably the year you got it. <laughs> That's probably the year you got it. It's got to be close. I bet it was in – it could have potentially been in the 90s. There's a chance. Oh, I would guarantee that was definitely in the 90s just by looking yeah. at the tag. Yeah. That's why I'm so glad that the uh, beach tees, smaller tees are back in fashion so I can wear this on the reg. I guess. Loud and proud, bro. But, yes, we had some brisket. Everything that we ate that day was fire. What um, else did you eat? 
Uh, we also had some baked beans. Ooh. Which I'm a fan of baked beans. Yeah, tough to mess those up, though. It is. Let's, let's keep but, it But, hey, look, we're, I'm giving credit where it's due. Okay. The brisket was fire. I think he had it in there from, like, 1130 until I got there. The game started at 7. I got to his house about 6.15 or, or so. Ooh, early, so, he pulled yeah. it out. Yeah, I had to, man. I get the Mike and Cheese over there, bro. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Cheese was on point. The brisket was on point. The baked beans were on point. And it was a good game. But, but Mike and Cheese stole the show. Is that what you're saying? Yes, it did. The and, and, and did. They will they will <laughs> both agree to that too. Uh John and his wife Tamara. Yeah. But while we were sitting there watching the game, something popped up that I don't think any of us three expected to pop up. Uh, oh, no, this I is call, a PG podcast. I called it. I called it. You knew that Andrew Luck was gonna retire. Oh yeah, I've known for months. Really? I'm on the I'm I'm from Indiana, so I'm on the inside. Yeah. I got my old Marshall Falk jersey, yeah, I put it on the other you day. You know, if anybody could have known, <laughs> I, I could definitely see that. Pulled out true. the pulled out the Ouija board. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Uh, yeah, he just used the Marshall Falk jersey. No, I don't yeah. But right next to the Jim Harbaugh poster. As much all jokes aside, I don't think any of us three saw that coming. No. It, no way. Out of nowhere and then Funniest thing was I was at my good buddy Blake's birthday party, yep. right? It was a surprise birthday party. Oh, dude, how did Troy handle it, man? Troy wasn't there, unfortunately. But Blake's a Colts fan, too. So I don't think anybody told him while the birthday events were going on. Which His was, birthday, right? Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Blake. Yeah. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday, man. He gone. Yeah, yeah. your quarterback, he, yeah, he retired. Tough, tough way to go out. Two weeks before the season. Not even two weeks. Yeah. Was it just two weeks? That was that was almost exactly two yeah. weeks. Yeah, the Saturday – so, I mean, if he were retired the next day, he would have been exactly okay, two geez. weeks. Tough timing. Yeah. But, I mean, then you – but the Colts did end up giving him, what, $24.8 million that he was supposed to earn this year? Chump change. Yeah. No, that was a sign-on bonus. That was a signing is, bonus. Is that what it was, a yeah. signing it bonus? It was a signing bonus. It wasn't the – I knew they gave salary. him almost $25 million. Basically, which, it was money they didn't have to pay him, and, yeah, it was essentially $25 million. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that was in good faith that there's a chance that he could potentially come back. And then obviously he'll be a Colt again at some point. You would hope so. What if he? What if he just spurns them and says, "You know, I wasn't really hurt. I'm going to play for my dad in the XFL." It wasn't me. It which was is you. another rumor that I've seen. Oh, See, I, I heard his dad the, is a coach in the XFL. No, he's the uh, executive or chief. He gonna go play for yeah, right. Papa Luck, dude. He gonna sit out till February. Now, see, I don't think he can because I heard yeah, on the radio that he's under contract, so he's got to stay. I thought he retired. No, but he's his, like the M- his contract rights yeah. are still with the Colts. So Remember in the NBA with Anthony Davis, if he were to sit out and not play that contractually, he's still ob- obligated yeah. to that. So, like, so if he retired, I guess, is the way to do that in the NFL? Because if guys sit out in the NFL, they eventually, they essentially go through their, their contract. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know how it works in the NFL, but my guess is the Colts still have the rights to Andrew Luck. Yeah. But, see, I wonder if they could con- contractually hold him to that if he goes and plays in a different league. I'm sure they've got some good lawyers, but I, I think it'd be a fight, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a bit. They're not going to say, yeah, you can do that. They're at I'm least going to see try. him stone cold sun somebody if he throws a touchdown. That would be pretty cool. And he, <laughs> we, no, he's too nice. He's way too nice to do that. Yeah. They, he probably writes my letter and then yeah. throw a touchdown. Yeah. Explain to them how that was a <laughs> hey, great hit, pass bud. rush. Yeah. Hey, you know a good suplex, buddy. You're just a great player, young man. <laughs> Let me my whiz goodness. this ball down the field. Yeah, you've got some wheels on you. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought. It was it was weird. I hope he gets healthy. I mean, it just seemed to me like he was not in a good place mentally still. Yeah, very sad. At first I was like, really? You're going to retire two weeks before the season? I saw his press conference and I was like, all right. Craziest yeah. thing about it is two things. So, number one to me, I watched the predictions of that 
division, right? And initially they had the Colts as a 10-win favorite, and now that they don't have Andrew Luck, which Jacoby Brissett will be a formidable backup probably, probably not obviously in the top 10 tier of quarterbacks in the NFL, but now they're projected at seven wins. So you lost three wins. That's that's it? I saw six wins in one place. Did you? Yeah. So it's probably and dropping still. Yeah. But now they've got Jacksonville, I guess, the favorite, and Houston's up there. I'm, I think Tennessee. If you ask me, man, Tennessee I'm, or Houston's the favorite. And give me mix. Houston in that. In that. Yeah. I mean, I know they lost Lamar Miller, but I think Duke Johnson's going to be just fine for them. I think the Jaguars' defense is elite. Now you've got a quarterback who's not going to turn the ball over, and Nick Foles, uh, I'll take. And a great running back in Fournette, who didn't have a great year last year. Fournette's got to stay healthy for an extended yeah. amount of time. For more than two weeks. That's the game yeah. of NFL. That's, no, I mean, that's the game of Leonard Fournette. I think it's NFL, man. I'm telling you. you don't I mean, some people are just as, always hurt, though. He's one of those people. He was Andrew Luck. Yeah. We're talking about Andrew yeah, Luck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Andrew yeah. Luck was. But Gronkowski was another one who intrigued me because. Yeah, did you see his interview thing? That was kind of sad, man. Well, no, to me it wasn't sad. Well, because what he said basically was he was in a really bad spot, but he sounded to me as if he'll have a return to the NFL. Like, to my Gronk? Yes. I don't know. I didn't, maybe I didn't listen to Watch the whole Watch the thing. whole interview again. Yeah, maybe that's. You're talking about the CBD thing, right? Yes. Did you see any of it, Dave? I saw a couple clips. and Maybe I just need to watch the whole thing, but the part I saw, you started crying. Yeah, it's hey, right after that. Okay, yeah, yeah maybe I should just listen. Because the snippet that they took from that was him starting to cry and then basically say, I was not in a good place. I had to step away from the game. Um, if I'm feeling or, – or he said, I physically I could still do it, but mentally I can't do it. It's basically the snippet that they had. But what he proceeds to say after that is it could be three months, it could be six months, it could be two years, it could be three years. But if he feels like he can do it, he'll come back and do it. To me, you don't automatically say three months, six months if you're not considering it. I'm like – Yeah, I mean, who knows? It'd be nice, but did you see how much weight he lost? Yeah. He's little. Yeah, he lost like – it seemed like 100 pounds. He's still a monster, but compared to what Gronk was before, yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe most of it was added position. to him because of the pads, but it didn't seem like it was that much added to him. Well, he had a lot of braces too. He had like a yeah, that dude was elbow like a and knee cast. brace. Yeah, that I he mean, probably I, could have used his elbow brace as my knee brace. Oh, and your yeah. body brace. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was that jersey. I don't know. He could have used it as that jersey. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have fit as well. It would have been much more restricted. It'd have been too big. Yeah, but. I don't know what we also saw the team USA lose for the first time in what like four 78 game win streak yeah. they were on. Yeah, and then they blow like a 20 point lead to Australia. Yeah. Blew me away. I, I mean, I, I knew that Australia team was going to be good, but I didn't think they were going to beat them. And obviously, it's a friendly game, so it doesn't really matter. But it does matter. We win every game. No, it matters to Australia. That's our first It matters time. to me. I don't want to lose. Yeah. We've been in the game, we don't lose. It'd be like if a football team was from here and we're just like, oh, yeah, we'll just, it's okay, we lost to Canada. To me, the biggest loss out of everything, though, is Kyle no. Kuzma. Now it's no longer with the team because he got injured, and Kuzma was a piece that I thought was a good piece for them to spread the floor. So now the roster's solidified. Derek White actually played really well before he busted his face on the court. But, yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle. I, I think they actually still can get a gold medal. Our division that we're in, they, like, break it down into different divisions. It's not one of the toughest, so we'll make it out of there probably. There's one other team, I forget the team that's in there, who's decent. But yeah. Spain and um, 
Serbia and somebody else have kind of a tougher road than what we do. I mean, who I, I saw obviously Donovan Mitchell. He's a captain. Yeah. Who I can't even remember who else is on the roster for us. Yeah. Kemba is another captain, yeah. okay. and then Marcus Smart is another captain. Which Marcus Smart really impressed me the other night. He actually played point, and he looked surprisingly good. He still doesn't look fully healthy, but as far as like playing like a point guard, what we think of a point guard would play, especially an in international play, he looked good. It's all about defending the screen and roll, man. So that's what I'm worried about. You got like Harrison Barnes, Chris Middleton, um, Jason Tatum. Those guys to me are good players, but I don't know how well they defend the pick and roll. I'm anxious to see how how much Jason Tatum will improve this season with without having Kyrie on his team. Because I felt like as much as some of the players on Boston liked Kyrie, I don't think Jason Tatum did. Well, on Team USA, you know, you've got Jalen Brown, you've got Jason Tatum, and you've got Marcus Smart and yeah. Kemba Walker. So they're already creating some good chemistry. Yeah. And then former Celtic Aaron Baines is who they played against. So that was interesting. As well as Joe Ingles, who's Donovan Mitchell. So these guys know each other. Patty Mills. Yeah, Patty Mills. His head coach is the coach of Team USA, Popovich. I mean, that's the team that uh, Popovich mentioned. Was Australia? He said that was going to give us the most problems, and then we had yeah. a twenty-point lead on him. And Brooke Lopez is over there listening to the crowd cheer for him every time he gets on the screen, <laughs> not worrying about our team losing. <laughs> well, he's not playing so well, so I'm not sure how he made the roster. But hey, teach own him and Plumlee are interesting. Well, you got to have some seven-footers. Yeah, Turner's look good out of the Pacers. Miles Turner. He's That's because Miles Turner is good. Very good. I love Miles Turner's game. He, he got a little angry playing against Bogut and Aaron Baines, and those two guys will do that to you. They're big guys. They're a lot bigger than him. Yeah. And Bogut, well, dude. Bogut's broader. A, yeah. Bogut's a Baines. turd at the same time. So is Baines. Baines is a turd, too. So, yes, I agree with you 100%. Those guys would definitely make you mad. Bogut's probably the second best passing big in the entire tournament. You probably got Jokic at one and then probably Bogut at two. Bogut's underrated, especially I mean, playing in the NBA. It's just tough because you have – it's. You haven't seen him play really in a long time. Really, pretty much what the twenty since the Cavs. Yeah, you didn't see him play there. Or no, <laughs> no. I, mean, I, I was talking about. I was talking first about, game and he got. I was injured. talking about playing against the Cavs in the finals. That's really pretty much the last. Twenty seventeen. Even before that, the twenty sixteen. Yeah, that was really the last time you really because the remember the next year they didn't really play him. Yeah, twenty because everybody season, went small. But in twenty seventeen is when he last had some minutes because they had Festus Azili and. Uh, the other kid, Jordan uh, Bell, and there was one other one, I think, who they drafted. Well, that's what I'm saying. He really didn't play that season because they started to go small because they knew that they were going to have to face the Cavs. He might not have even been there because they had uh, Zaza, too. Yeah, I think it was twenty, like 2015-16 was really – and they didn't play him that much because, remember, they ended up sitting him. Yeah. And uh, Draymond got, got suspended, and then they brought him Shocking. into the – yeah. Kicking people in the groin. Yeah. yeah. And then, remember, that was when they had to bring him back, and they were like, well, he hasn't really played. I think they re-signed him. I think you're right. If, didn't they sign like a 10- or 20-day contract just probably. so they could play in the finals? Yeah. Yeah, probably a 10-day deal. But you know what? Let's get to what, what we're here for. Talking about a bunch of slow, unathletic guys playing in some weak conference up north. The What's big, that conference called? I don't know. What is it? What, the Hoosier Hills Conference? And then what North – New Omni's in? Penn State. Sounds like a bunch of hating to me. They did. I was very so, disrespectful. All jokes aside, we're here to talk about the Big Ten. We got people that like the Big Ten that listen to us. Uh, I would say 50% of them are here. 
Uh, I was going to say there's four. <laughs> I don't remember there. 66.333. I was no, going to say there's four. I can't remember uh, your buddy's name. I know there's uh, uh, Dustin. Dustin's a Dustin Badger a, fan. Yeah, it's a Wisconsin fan. Yeah, and BJ is apparently a team of or a fan of two teams. I don't know. That's yeah. That's not. Well, allowed. I'll give I'll give BJ credit. BJ has always been a part of the Nittany Lion Nation. Anything well, anything Pennsylvania. Except yeah. for at one point in time, they weren't Nittany Lions. Don't worry, I'll drop some knowledge on you about I can't, that, too. I can't wait to hear facts about a team I don't care about. I knew you were waiting for it. Yeah. Just wanted to so, just dangle that all, little teaser All my long, you're ready yeah, for it. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, no, no, because I got Rutgers in here. That's a team of destiny. So, um, Rapid fire pizza, here you come. I, yeah, I guess I can go first. I yeah, mean, that's what you got. So, I, I took – Five teams, D took five teams, BJ was like, oh, I'll just take four. Power move. I told you guys <laughs> to take five teams. Yeah, so the first team I'm going to talk about is Michigan. Michigan uh, obviously is coached by Jim Harbaugh, Mr. Khakis himself. Obviously. Yeah, I'm just glad he stopped buying his khakis at Walmart and got sponsored by someone. Who did he get sponsored by? Doctors? I can't remember, Happy but his wife doctors. complained about him going to Walmart and getting all his khakis, so someone sponsored him. They're probably Dickies. Oh, or Dickies. No, because he said Those Dickies were he said Dickies were uncomfortable, so that's why he didn't oh. wear. Them. Well, yeah, they're uncomfortable. They're like cardboard. Every time I walk by in the store, they, are, they look but, like hey, cardboard. But, but they're, 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 they're like not, standing up on their own. Yeah, they don't even have hangers. Yeah, that's they're, 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 they're not they even just laying them up in the corner. They're just laying up against the wall. Oh yeah, just okay, I'll take some of those. But you know this though, they're warm. You know you ain't gonna get cold wearing those things. Not as warm as Carhartt. Yeah, I prefer Carhartt myself. Yeah, you're probably right. In that ballpark. Yeah, so. Uh, they did get a new offensive coordinator, uh, Josh Gaddis, came from the staff in Alabama. So, I mean, you know they're obviously doing something right if they're taking a coach from there. Stole them. Uh, Not really. I mean, how many Alabama coaches have left and done okay? Uh, there's a guy named Dabo Sweeney that was okay, right? <laughs> yeah, but he was already at – no, he played there. Yeah. And how about the how about Kirby Smart at Georgia? He's decent. Yeah, Kirby Smart. Well, yeah, anybody could be good with you. Had quarterbacks like that. He recruited him. That's okay, it's one. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you Smart. Dabo doesn't I mean, count. I can't think of any. Why doesn't Dabo count? He's an Alabama guy. He didn't coach there. He played there. I'm talking Allegedly. about – I'm talking about – Former staff. The Nick Saban tree. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I, Kirby Smart is obviously – I'm going to give you that. I mean, who would you consider uh, – nah, I bet you he was already coaching before. thinking of. Yeah. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, that's, I, that was one I was going to mention, yeah. but Lane Kiffin was already coaching before that. Yeah, but he's still not done very well since going leaving there. He probably would have made more money staying there. Yeah, he's actually done well, Yeah, I mean, we'll that. see how that guy in Maryland does because that guy's getting every transfer. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they had nobody on the roster. Everybody left. Neither did we. We weren't getting any transfers. Well, there's maybe a reason for maybe that. Maybe we should have hired a guy from Alabama. Mike Loxley. Is that his name? No, I'm just making a name up by the name of Mike Loxley. I mean, it sounds like something you would do. You make up all these facts that you say at the beginning Whoa. of the show. Okay. Like but back name. to back to Michigan. <laughs> I still think it's a good hire because even if you even if you don't, I mean, that's the thing. Head coaches, he's the coordinator though, offensive coordinator. I give you that then. Sorry, I re, I retract my statement. I'm sorry. All those Alabama fans out there, my bad. Y'all <laughs> yeah. still suck. <laughs> they do. They don't even have electricity, dude. So I don't even worry about. Was he about a coordinator it. there though? So he took uh, a lateral position. No, I think he was a he was a coach or something. yeah, probably quarterbacks coach or something like Lottery that. Which coach. I think their quarterbacks okay. Yeah, Maybe probably like the second best quarterback in the nation. I would say. Who Michigan's? No, Alabama's. Oh. 
I'm just trying to figure out who you're saying is first. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. I thought yeah, Trevor. Go. Trevor Lawrence won to a second. I would say. I thought maybe. I don't, I'd probably put Herbert up put. there. Is it Herbert or? I'm not putting anywhere anybody near those two. <laughs> I mean, I hope he gets up there, but no. I, Puma Pass may not even be the best quarterback we have on the roster. That's why I thought so, you were going initially. No, no. Trevor Lawrence is easily the best quarterback in the nation, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm and then Tua that. would be second. And I think Jared everybody Hurts. else is. This sounds like too much SEC talk to me. No, I'm just Trevor Let's Lawrence. Get back is to the, the real Trevor conference. Lawrence is in the ACC. But Michigan does return two solid uh, receivers and their quarterback. Uh, Shea Patterson is their quarterback, but they did lose five of their eight top tacklers on the defense. Um, I'm going to predict an 11 and one record, eight and one in the Big Ten. Wow, who's the loss to? Their loss is the to Michigan State. Really, they're going to beat Ohio State? I think Jim Harbaugh is going to beat Ohio I think State. Those three will trade wins. So, Michigan State would beat Michigan. Ohio State would beat Michigan State. And then um, Michigan would beat Ohio State. Wow. Yeah. So, whoever's next, go ahead. I'll, I'll go since I got an extra one. I'm going to start off with the the Iowa Hawkeyes. Mm. They have uh, they have some replacing players to do. They had two NFL tight ends that got drafted. Don't ask Which me. Which was blown, blown. It blew me away when I saw that in the draft. So okay. I was like, how do you have two tight ends that get drafted that high and you're, and you're still not that good? Well, you still have to have linemen that block your quarterback. It doesn't matter who you have your quarterback. If you got, if you well, don't have more than three them, seconds. Wasn't of, one of them like a, like a first-rounder? Didn't they both go top twenty? I thought. Yeah, that's see that blows me away. Like, Very how do you have impressive. two top twenty players? And I knew one of them was at least a first rounder. How do you have two top twenty players though, and you can't get them the ball? When you suck. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they were blocking tight ends. Yeah, well, their running game wasn't that good either. I'm <laughs> <laughs> hey. so sorry. Hey, you got to throw something out there. Well, I don't know. They, yeah, that's their biggest issue. They got those two tight ends. Well, the defense was not very good either. Last year, I'm sorry, but it was very good. They finished seventh in the country. So, But they got seven starters they're losing off the defense. So Ooh. you got two first-round tight ends, seven starters on defense gone. It's going to be a rebuilding year. Uh, a lot of people think Stanley, their quarterback, is probably the best quarterback in the Big Ten this year. Really? Well, Ooh. I mean, I guess it's tough to really say Fields is because you haven't really seen anything. Yeah. Fields has the potential to be the best one. Uh, Shea Patterson has shown flashes for Michigan, but, I mean, yeah. you don't really – I mean, he, that's what I'm saying. He's shown flashes. I'm not saying he's – Yeah, he's, he makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah, but he's not been consistent. It's a run-dominated division as well, too. Yeah, so the West is a lot more. It. Yeah. Um, he's just a solid – what you think of as a Iowa quarterback. So he's boring. Oh, boring. Absolutely boring. Five step drop. Uh, not going to turn it over. Not going to turn it over. Uh, Make the easy throws. Yeah, and this is a, this would be a third year starter, so he's got tons of experience. Um, Iowa's always got big linemen. They got some work to do on the line, but they're going to be all right. Um, but the one thing Iowa's got going for them, probably the best college tradition, the easily, way easily the easily, best college football tradition. Yeah. Wow. So that's about. Have you seen what they do? That's the biggest bright side to Iowa. 
Have you build, seen what they do? What we're talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. They have about, the, the, the children's wave. hospital that they wave that everybody turns around and waves to in between the first and second quarter. No, is it the first? I think it's the first and second quarter. Third. I think it's the it, third. It, they I think do it's it in between third. one of the quarters. It's after the third quarter. Yeah, they just built yeah. like two or three years ago. They built a children's hospital, like literally overlooking the stadium. Okay. And uh, in the third quarter, all the all the kids watch the games from the windows. Yeah. Um, and then the old stadium yell or. Turns around and waves to him. It's, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty cool, man. Pretty heartfelt thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't really. I would like to say something bad. I can't really. There's I really. really there's much. really nothing no. bad to say no. about it. Yeah, it's. It, I have to send you a video of it because I remember the first yeah. time I was like, oh man, like it. it it's definitely a, kind of chokes you up yeah. a little bit because you see these kids that are going through so much, and then like I think they said it just started on accident. Like yeah. The, and then they just it, they made it a tradition in between one of the quarters to start doing it. Yeah. yeah, I do like that. I do have one that I was gonna say would one up it later on, but now after no, you sold me, the, it's no, probably I know what you're good. gonna say, and yours okay. is yours is cool. Okay, but you nah. can say it's the second best. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, this is kids with cancer and stuff. Like, yeah, they yeah. kind of take the cake. You realize but, you're talking into a mic and whispering into the mic. Yeah. Doesn't really go away from saying <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah, but, yeah. but they got. As always, the steadiest coach in the country. I don't know if anybody's more got a longer tenure than Kurt Ferentz at Iowa. I think he's been there twenty-two or twenty-plus years. Old steady. I don't know. I don't know anybody. I mean, not a, I can't think of anybody. Off the top, top of my top head, of head yeah. I can't think. If they do, it's definitely a younger that guy, K State Snyder. He just retired. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> again, like Moses out. Again. Moses out there. The Would it be fair? I mean, unless you're going to count his tenures broken up, because remember he left and yeah. then came back. But uh, I think eventually they're just basically waiting for uh, Kurt Ferentz's son. I cannot think of his name. Uh, I think I think Ferentz is waiting for the university to say we're going to give him the job, and I think he's basically holding on till they finally say they're going to give him the job. I think it's the only reason he's still coaching, but. He's obviously done very well there, so it's hard to yeah. complain. How do you they're push one of those like teams that, that like, door? every couple of years, they're, like, about halfway through the season, you're like, why are they in the playoff contention? You look, they, like, haven't lost a game. Uh, they're eight, nine wins almost every year. It's a yeah. pain. It's hard to watch. One essential Big Ten football, though. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's to a T. Yeah, they're the worst. So, you yeah. got a prediction on their record? Uh, let me see here. I don't – off the top of my head, I'm going to guess they're probably going to have eight or nine wins. would be shocked if they didn't have – with the third, third-year third quarterback, they're probably going to go eight and eight and four, nine and three. Yeah. Iowa being in the mix would not be surprising to yeah, me they'll, either. Yeah, they'll probably be one of the top two, uh, two or three in the West easily every year, just mark it yeah. down. Now, what would be surprising to me is if my team – the Fighting Illini of Illinois were in that mix. The Fighting uh, Lovey Smith. I'm going to actually start a um, – well, I was going to say GoFundMe page, but, but I don't know if that's true or not. But we're, we're going to bring Chief uh, Illinois, however you pronounce his name, back. I'm impressed. Yeah, because he was done away Same with – Same with confidence. Yeah. R.I.P. Illinois. Um, from October 30th, 1926 to February 21st of 2007. We're starting a movement. We're bringing it back. That some guy would, lived that long? Yeah, some would say he's very disrespectful because, you know, the lion eye figure is a Native American. I say no. It's all good, bro. Um, but you're a Native American. How can you be the one to say that? Well, I thought I was. Have you ever done one of those 23andMe things? I have not. Okay, no. don't do it. 
It's very disappointing. You know, you think you're one thing, and then you find out you're another thing, and it's just very startling. And uh, find out your parents lied to you. Is that what happened? I think they did. Yeah. Come to find out, I'm very much German and French. And the German part, I'm not proud of, but I'm the French part is what worries me. You know what I'm saying? I think that kind of pans out. That makes sense. Yeah, I drop a couple wee wees here and there, and. Yeah. I think you should just go on with, with okay. your Illinois talk. That was a little weird. As did, as did, you got me on a tangent, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I would say the Fighting Illini are a sleeper this year is what I would say because they'll probably be put to sleep with their record. Um, they've got Lovey Smith. Um, he's back again for his fourth year. Surprisingly. Yeah, they should have cut that guy loose. 9-27 and 27 overall is what he's been there, Ooh. which is not good. Last year, 4-8. and eight. Defensive-minded, obviously, so the offense is what's surprising to me. Uh, last year, they were very inconsistent, but they show glimpses of greatness. They have 55 points put up against Minnesota, and then 31 or more put up in six um, of the first 10 games. They've got seven starters returning from that group and good prospects coming in. Their quarterback, MJ Rivers, transferred, unfortunately. Um, Brandon Peters, Michigan grad transfers coming in, should be the week one starter. And then Isaiah Williams will be a uh, dual star recruit, will eventually take the reins. So quarterback position is kind of interesting for them. We'll see who ends up the quarterback, starting quarterback by the end of the year. Receiving court is not impressive. Um, they do have tight end transfer, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. They do have tight end transfer Luke Ford from Georgia. Um, who was ruled ineligible, he would have been a day one help for them. But, unfortunately, he's not going to be day one. He'll be day 366 help for them when he becomes eligible. The running game returns a 1,085-yard, 9-TD rusher and Reggie Corbin, um, but also has two junior backs who are experienced and good backs. They've got four starting linemen returning. They also get a grad transfer, Richie um, Pettibon from Alabama, but they have no depth. So lots of pros, couple cons on their offense. Defensively, like they've criminals? got what? Like criminals? I would say possible. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, possible. Definitely possible. If they're going to go anywhere, they're going to go to Champaign, Illinois. That's the crime capital yeah, of the world. Would, that, Everybody yeah, for knows sure. that. Um, yeah. But any place, I think of Champaign. Definitely on defense, they've got ten returning starters. Um, now, once again, like I mentioned in the ACC, that can be good and that can be bad. They finished dead last in the Big Ten, allowing five hundred and eight yards and thirty nine points per game last year. That's a lot of yards. <laughs> oh, just over a five hundred yard day and a, almost a forty point outing. Um, they lost Bobby Roundtree, which will hurt them because he was a pressure. Um, package guy. He had seven and a half sacks and 12 and a half tackles for a loss. Um, he had a horrific spinal injury in the offseason, so that's sad to see. Nobody wants to see that. Their pass defense will be okay if they can pressure the quarterback. As I mentioned, they'll need to fill that void. And then returning junior cornerback Nate Hobbs, sophomore corner Quan Hobbs, and star recruit Marquez Benson will be guys that you'll want to watch on the defensive end for them. Best players in order, running back Reggie Corbin, uh, linebacker Jake Hansen, offensive tackle Alex Puskuski, number four safety Sidney Brown, number five wide receiver Ricky Smalling. Um, keys for next season will be consistency in the passing game. They're obviously going to need good quarterback play with not knowing who's going to come in and take that position. They need a core wide receiver as well, too, or a wide receiver core, excuse me. They've got their number one guy, but they need some people to fill in the voids. 
The last six games, they failed to connect last year on half of their passes and only had 10 TD passes but 14 picks. So that'll be pivotal for their success this year. On defensive end of the ball, um, they've got to get going. They were the third worst defense. Um, they were bad against the pass but worse against the run. Um, linebacker leads teams in tackles because the defensive line was soft and gave up six yards per carry and 31 touchdowns against them. Um, they should start out 3-0 and with three easy victories. They've got a big game coming up September 21st against Nebraska. Since 2000, Illinois has had 15 losing seasons. Projected win-loss for the season for me will be 6-6. Six and six. Dang, six yeah. wins? Six wins, Somebody six Somebody give me what BJ's on. They're a sleeper. Sleep. Making a bowl Sleepers, game. they're Make fans it. have been asleep since, what would you say, 1997? <laughs> so they're going to have a, a, a winning season, is what you're saying. If they win a bowl game. Well, they're going to yes. have a 500 season. You're yeah. That's Outside my projection. Sheesh, man. I mean, clearly I dropped a lot what? of good knowledge on I, what, I don't even. What about their team told you? That? I mean, hey, it's your I prediction. don't even know where you found that much information about that team. I'm pretty sure Lubby Smith, like, he talked straight to Lubby Smith. Yeah. I think he, like, channeled. Like, did Lubby Smith Lubby tell Smith. you he's Did you black out stuff? and was that Lubby Smith talking? It was – I wouldn't say black out, like the story we talked about earlier where I fell off the hoop fever basketball goal. It sounded like you fell off it right before you I, wrote that. You fell off I something. I thought it was very good. <laughs> you fell off something. Fighting a line, I we're bringing back Chief Illinois. So uh, back to Michigan, I forgot to say I, I said they were going to finish, oh. or I said their record eleven and one, eight and one. Yeah, I said they're going to finish second in the East. Next, I have Michigan State, who I predict to finish third in the East. Hey, what do you think about at the end going through who we finish in the division, or do you want to do it now? Well, we broke up the divisions, so it's kind of hard for yeah. me to predict. Or it's kind of easy because at the end you go, hey, I think this team will finish X at Y Z in this division, and okay, then D goes, and then I go. We can do that. I mean, if we want to do it now, then I want to drop some knowledge on you so of where I think Illinois is going to. You've been gonna... dropping a lot today so far. No. I don't yeah. think you already dropped the ball enough with Illinois. Okay. I mean, you dropped enough knowledge. I mean, I'm over here looking at this schedule. You're <laughs> six wins on their team. <laughs> oh I mean, they got six games. There's There are teams that are going to beat them six times probably. Yeah. They're going to start out 3-0 and <laughs> against Akron, UConn, and Eastern Michigan. Okay. True or false? True. Uh, Who, which one of those three teams is going to beat Eastern them? Eastern Michigan could beat them. UConn. Yeah, but UCon, no, UConn's – oh, my God. Yeah, man. they're all trash. UConn is really, really bad. So when What they, was their best – the last time they were good was the time they made the BCS, wasn't it? Yeah. And then that was it, downhill. But when they win those three games, they're going to be hot, and they go into that Nebraska game, their first game. And just game. get absolutely housed. That's going to be an important one. I'm not so, going to say win or loss. I'm just saying that game dictates their season. Six and six is what I'm sticking with. So, Michigan State, uh, I think the thing with Michigan State, a lot's going to depend on their defense. They had a very strong defense last season. They actually uh, led the nation against the run. Mm. And they it's also, important in the Big Ten. It is. They, they actually only allowed a 303 yards per game. Which Total offense? Total. Yeah, total you say if that was running, good. rushing, that's not very no, good. No, no, no. <laughs> if that's your total, that's pretty good. Total. Yeah, that's very good. Um, Compared which to was, Illinois, who allowed 509. They were, yeah, they were topping the the Big Ten in uh, scoring defense, allowing just 17 points per game. Uh, but would they have they have eight starters and eight of the top 11 tacklers coming back? So the big thing with Michigan State is, even though their offense isn't going to be that strong, yeah. it's going to be really hard to score against them. D Ward's Michigan State hat today. 
Uh, no, sir. Mm. That's yeah. That's fighting words, man. That's like no. saying I wore a Kentucky shirt, dude. He hates yeah. Michigan State probably more than anybody. No, you got on a Theo Vaughn shirt. Bro. I do, gang, gang. Yeah, buzz, buzz. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all but, that spot. <laughs> they did lose their second leading tackler in Andrew Dow, but their their front their defensive front should be is should be solid just like always. Their secondary is going to be solid. So again, the biggest thing with Michigan State is it's going to be tough to score against them. So. What they what do they always say about defense? It wins championships. Sorry, Michigan State's not going to win championship for you, but you are going to go eleven and one and eight and one as well in the conference. Eleven and one again. Eleven and one. Oh my goodness! I'm telling you, dude. Top of the top of the East is strong. Oh, their top three or four. Is top three is strong. Elite. That's all yeah. I got for Michigan State. Yeah. Other than they have the worst athletic department in the country. You've have kind of no, breezed no, no, no. over. They have the worst university. Okay, in the country yeah. Because it yeah. went on. It went past just the athletic department. Yeah. There's Tom Izzo is a good man. Screw Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo is trash. He's a very nice guy. Very good. Very good Who coach. Are All you? four what? foot seven of them. He's a nice guy. Very good coach. Yeah. But he's a piece of garbage. Likes good Italian food too. How do you know this? I know him personally. I've done some security work for him. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, I'm going to talk about the Northwestern Wild Kitty Cats. Well, They uh, somehow uh, won the West last year. They have, uh, they have been the sneaky team out of the Big Ten. It's usually what cats do. Yeah, they are very sneak uh, around. sneaky. And they have nine lives. Yeah, but they had nine wins last year. Bingo. Which is also divisible by three if we're going back to the three oh my number. Goodness, you also you also hey, skipped don't out. Don't do too good because you might take my job. You also skipped out that baseball is nine innings, which nine is divisible by three. It's broken. It anyway, three anyway, threes. Anyway, uh, we digress. Mm. Uh, it's also nine. big three three on three. Now that you've yeah. got me started, yeah. And if you shot good at three pointers, you were number three if you were in high school, probably most people. Or thirty three. Yeah, or forty five. Well, yeah, that's fair. Not me. I didn't wear any of those. I didn't shoot it. So, <laughs> Northwestern had nine wins last year and then showed up to the Big Ten Championship game and got housed. housed. <laughs> Shellac. They gone. Yeah. Um, it wasn't pretty. I don't know. I don't have the score in front of me. It was hard to watch. I didn't watch it. Um, then I think they even lost their bowl game. I forgot who they played in the bowl game. Uh, but – they had nine wins last year, and the year before that, they had ten wins and didn't even win the West. So uh, they've done very good. Of I don't know how I can't figure it out. They don't have anybody. IQs. They don't have anybody special. They don't have any pro prospects. They just play football, and it's infuriating to watch. Sounds um, like the whole Big Ten. Their basketball team does that on occasion, too. That's what's surprising. What? Like, every once in a while, you'll see them have a decent basketball team. You're just like, these guys should not be good. I don't know, but didn't they just no. not make the tournament for the first time ever, like, three years ago? No, it was last year. Yeah, no, they don't have a very good basketball team. Decent. If you – like, sleeper, decent. Like, they'll catch mm-hmm. a sneaky win over the Purdue okay. Boilermakers. Saying they win a game – they always yeah. win a game every year that they shouldn't win. Well, but that doesn't mean you're a decent basketball team. If you're, nah, I probably give them too if much your credit. conference record is below 500 or hovering at 500. But when you watch them, they have like one guy who could play for any other D1 school in the entire country. Yes, I will 100. Somehow magically they get that one win on his shoulders. Yeah, he goes. He goes for a 35 point, point yeah. game, and that's it. So. Anyway, uh, but they got a transfer quarterback because their quarterback was drafted by 
I think the Eagles. I hope not. <laughs> fifth, fifth round. Uh, this kid was supposed to be good, this Northwestern transfer. Yes, uh, Hunter Johnson. I believe he's from Indiana. I cannot remember where. I think Columbus. Maybe. I know Louisville was after him. I think he's out Shout Columbus. Out Columbus. Uh, he went to Clemson. Tonight to Columbus. <laughs> went to Clemson and rode the pine pony and decided, I want to play football again, and transferred. Brownsburg, Indiana. Brownsburg, which is just north of Columbus. My bad. That's where Gordon Hayward went to uh, high school. True story. Allegedly. He beat us. So, he put shocking. A shellacking on us. <laughs> I'm not shocked either. Yeah. He probably had some guy named BJ was guarding him. And very nice guy, though. Kind of like Andrew Luck. Also very good tennis <laughs> so player. So, when he dunked it on, he was like, hey, man, you need to step up the defense. Yeah. So, uh, Hunter Johnson, I don't think he's throwing a pass in college football. I don't believe so. Uh, was a, I think he was a five-star recruit, at least a four-star. He's a big recruit. Yeah, he was – He was. I know we were going after him. Yeah, I'm 90% sure he was Indiana Mr. Football his last year. Um, so, he, he ought was. to be a very good quarterback um, if the defensive line can give him uh, long enough – the offense, somehow, I don't know how this happens, but they win the West last year. The offense was ranked 12th in the Big Ten. Oh, out of 14 teams. Out of 14. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm not sure how you win your division with the 12th best offense. Well, you won your division because the only other team that usually goes after that side, I, no offense to you guys, but – as of late, the other oh, team, yeah. Wisconsin, was absolutely struggling. Have you yeah. got Iowa and Nebraska in that mix, too? Nebraska. I'd say, I'd say Nebraska has struggled recently, but Iowa's yeah. been in that mix like we talked yeah. about. Yeah. but So, I don't know how but they the did that. The team that usually is the other team that vies for the championship on that side. Oh, is Wisconsin. Wisconsin played yeah. absolutely terrible last year. Yeah. They did not play very well. They I almost agree. lost Purdue. Did not lose, though. Don't ask me. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> You're gonna to have to because you gotta you gotta talk about Purdue later. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't have to talk about their loss to Wisconsin. Yeah, we're talking about moving forward, not backwards. So, um, so they're gonna obviously have a better offense. Hopefully, uh, they had their <laughs> finished 13th. This one year. of their problems was their uh, they had a senior running back. God, I cannot remember his name. He had to retire like two games in because his body was failing him. Um, he just had to just up and retire. Was Go. his name Andrew Love? Uh, it was not. Gronk, Rob no. Gronkowski? I see a common theme here, though. Yeah. It's kind of sad. People retiring immediately. Yeah. Um, so, they had a true freshman that played running back. He ran for right at 1,000 yards last year. So, uh, he should be able to step forward and become their lead rusher. Well, he was last year, but he'll be much better. Um, defense will probably be standard because they return nine starters from last year. So, they will probably be a very good defense team again. So, I don't think they will be uh, – I don't think they're going to win the West. Probably going to finish second or third, depending on how the second team does. We'll talk about the second team later. Um, <laughs> they're probably going to win nine Teaser. games. <laughs> they're probably going to win nine games. And that's what i got to say about the Kitty Cats, the smartest team in the conference. The smartest team in the conference? Uh, oh, by far. Yeah, probably not even close. Not you s- have to have a 4.0 to even get on that team. Yeah, they do not have dum-dums. No. What about Maryland, dude? They always got smart people there, right? Uh, this is uh, a joke, by the way. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I know Northwestern's an intelligent school. Yeah, Maryland's very They sensitive. must not be that smart because they stay in Chicago. So, so we what's where all the money's at. 
Nine wins. Nine wins. Nine wins. That's very impressive. Yeah, I mean they're. I mean they got a better quarterback than they had last year. Running back will be improved. Nine returning starters on defense. Defense that's, will be stout. That's a pretty good recipe for winning some ball games. So they're going to contend for a Western division. Oh, they're yeah. probably going to be second. Okay. Showing your cards a little bit. I, I like that. But Maryland is the team that I'll do next. You just mentioned Maryland. I don't know if you did that intentionally as a lead-in or not. But fun fact about Maryland, they're the only NCAA school that has four official school colors, red, white, black, and gold. Drop some knowledge for UD. That was in honor of you being here. Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. They've got a new coach this year. We already talked about Mike Lockley. And unfortunately, they had a little bit of an issue last year with their coaching system and the culture that was bred around them. So they're coming off a controversial and traumatic 5-7 and seven season. Quarterback was, transfer. Yeah, that was hard. That, did was, you ever listen or read about that stuff? It was terrible. Yeah. Like that whole it was team like, imploded. Oh, yeah. Program I mean, because he they had the yeah. they had the guy that passed away last year, correct? In summer camp? from a heat stroke complication. Yeah. yeah, and then like all the stuff, the beans were spilled, as you yeah. would say. Yeah. It, it was, was awful. The thing that's odd to me is when you're reading it all, you know, you hear of coaches using degrading methods to make you a better player and everything, but all the signs on this pointed as if it was too far. Yeah, like and he then, was just a real big piece of crap. Yeah, but then they returned him off administrative leave, and then they fired him after one day. So that was. Odd I think to they were going to well. let him come. Yeah, they the were going to let him keep The going. players were like, and "We're not playing for And everyone else, other than the people at Maryland, were like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Yeah. But you know what that made me think? Why did they not just like you got to cancel the season almost? You have a well, player you can't die. Cancel the season. You got so much money wrapped up in it. Yeah, but you're talking well, about I'm not even looking at that tens of millions of dollars oh, if you yeah. cancel football because they I'm probably wicked, don't you get the TV. I'm not. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to go the money route. I don't think the kids really wanted them to cancel the season. I think they wanted to play. And play that level. We like, play. I, I, yeah. In my opinion, I think you get rid of the coach and then you just you, start. Over. You say, "Hey, this is the season that we're going to have," which is what they did after they brought him, after they fired him after that one day. But it's like, I, I don't think you can cancel the season. I say, "This is what we're going to do. We're going to let this guy go. Anybody that wants to stay with him, you can go to. We'll we'll play with what we have." Yeah. And then after that, you reassess the situation, and then start from scratch kind of what they did. Yeah, it's tough to watch. That's the moral of the story. Very sad situation, and nothing really good came of it. Um, this year, though, they've got a quarterback transfer, Josh Jackson from Virginia Tech. He's yeah. coming off a broken leg. Um, whole, He's nice, though, man. Yeah, he Louisville, was after, Louisville was going after him as well. Yeah. There was, Louisville was going after a lot of guys that we did not get, unfortunately. He but, brings yeah. an aerial attack, though, that they did not have last year. Um, last year they were inconsistent in the running game. No big names in, recruit, in receiving core either. Um, receiving core does have four returning sophomores, but once again, they're not notable mentions. Um, they do have a highlight uh, running back, Anthony McFarland and Javon Leak, who are primed for a big season. Um, but the question is, can the offensive line open holes for them? Defensively, they brought in defensive coordinator John Hoke from the NFL. Uh, D-line was worst in Big Ten last year, so that's not a good sign for them defensively. They couldn't stop the run and couldn't pressure the quarterback. Secondary had key losses to the NFL and injury. Other guys besides Antoine Brooks need to step up this year. Antoine is a phenomenal player. you got to check him out. Um, the D will go from a 4-2-5 to a modified 4-3, so that's an integral change as well, too, stylistically. 
Transfer Shaq Smith from Clemson must be key to pressure. They yeah. got so many transfers. Yeah. They probably got more transfers than they have kids actually recruited. Yeah. That and that's what we said. That's the culture of the NCAA currently. It, well, they're rebuilding, but it's still too much transferring. Yeah. Because that's another. I think that rule is good and it's bad because, you know, the grad transfers are kind of interesting. If you're not playing for a good school, I do like the opportunity, but I don't know how I feel about it all. Like, I, I put myself, if I was that coach, would you go after grad transfers? And you want to say no, but you have to do it. Yeah. That's I mean, what pays you just the have bills. to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd be dumb not to go after, like, uh, Northwestern got the five-star kid. Yeah. He's an upgrade from anybody you got. That kid was young, though, wasn't he? Who? The kid that they got from Clemson. Uh, I think he was a sophomore or junior. Well, if you read Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not, he's, not a, he's not a grad transfer. He's yeah. a transfer transfer. But their best players, as far as Maryland, you've got the safety, Antoine Brooks, who I mentioned, the running back, Anthony McFarland, who I mentioned, linebacker, Isaiah Davis, quarterback, Josh Jackson, and wide receiver, Ja'Shawn Jones. Um, those are the guys you want to watch for Maryland this year. As far as keys to victory, the offense must be balanced. Last year they were 5-2 and two when they threw a touchdown and 0-5 oh without a throwing touchdown, a passing touchdown, some would call it. Uh, defensively, they must bring the pressure. Last year they only had 18 sacks, um, not very many for an entire season. There was players who almost had that many in the NCAA last year. Interesting stats that dictated Maryland's season as well, too. They had 100 penalties for the season, which totaled in 956 yards. Their opponents only had 57 penalties, which totaled for 507 yards. So they've got to right that ship this year. Their tackles for loss are similar to their um, sacks that I mentioned earlier, but they only had 54 for 210 yards total. Opponents had 83 against them for 302 yards. So once again, they've got to right that ship. They must win early in the season because their late season schedule goes Michigan, Ohio State, Nebraska, and then Michigan State. We've already highlighted a couple of those teams, and a lot of those teams are projected to be top of the conference. I've got Maryland coming in at a whopping 5-7. and seven. So you think they're going to be better than Illinois, or worse than Illinois? Correct. Ooh. By one game. Or one and a half, depending on how you look at it. But, yes. So, next I have a team that um, I absolutely despise. But, hey, I'm going to talk about them. Wow, you sound excited there. Well, I don't like <laughs> Ohio State. I've never liked Ohio State. Me neither, man. Nobody really? likes uh, Ohio State. If you, My uncle's are, an alumni of Ohio State. Well, congratulations. He's probably yeah. a terrible person. He broke my pinky oh, when wow. I was a little kid once. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Say that about your He family. tried to tackle me and my pinky bent up and touched the back of my hand. Doesn't exactly sound like a good person to me. No. Sorry. I know BJ's parents are going to listen to this. He's probably a great man. Sorry. No, he's not. <laughs> Uncle Mark's not a great man. See? That's, my left pinky is crooked because of something else. My right pinky is crooked because See, of him. you would have been a, for sure, a straight f- pinky, a hand food model yeah. had it not been for that. I mean, we saw the evidence Saturday. I only have one good hand, and that was ruined by my, my good buddy, Mac. So, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to steal your shine over there. Go anyway, back to Ohio State. Proceed to talk yeah. about the it, Ohio State. Yeah. So, God. I mean, it's no, it's, it's no uh, surprise here. They did lose Urban Meyer. That's not, it's not the only thing they lost last year. What? <laughs> what, did, what, else, what did I miss? Uh, a game. A game? Oh, yeah, they did lose. But they also lost uh, Dwayne Haskins, who's arguably one of the best quarterbacks they've had there. Maybe ever. Mm. And 
I said arguably one of, yeah. mm. not the, but he's one of. You better, know. better I, Herb Street? I said, mm. Yeah, but that face you gave me when you said, mm, was like, no, he's not. Mm. I mean. I, there's multiple sounds that you could re- react with that. He threw for 4,800 yards and 50 touchdowns and just eight interceptions. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Touche. Um, not bad. Bobby they did Touché. lose Paris Campbell and three of their top four targets on on the offensive side. Um but, I mean, they do have a guy named K.J. Hill that's going to replace their uh, – hopefully replace Paris Campbell. He did have 68 catches last season. But the person that's going to be the biggest key to them is just how well Justin Fields is going to step in and play. Justin Fields is a transfer from Georgia, which it seems like they lost everybody except for from uh, at quarterback. They The starter at Washington is now – was a transfer from Georgia as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, their offensive line will still be solid. Um, they did lose. Um, they did lose. J- I'm sorry. They did lose Mike Weber as a running back, but they still have J.K. Dobbins, who is probably going to be a great asset in not only the passing game but also the running game. Probably the best running back in the conference. Yeah, I I know. I'd still take the person I'm going to talk about in the next team. I would still take him, Jonathan Taylor at Wisconsin. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, Jonathan, second best. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan yes. Taylor, without a nice. doubt. Yeah. Um, well, the defense did lose Nick Bosa. Uh, they do have three of their four top tacklers back, though. Um, I'm going to uh, – it's going to be a reoccurring theme with these top three teams, 11-1, and 8-1 and one in the conference. Like I said, their losses are all going to be to each other. So, I'm taking Ohio State to go 11-1, and one, and I feel like they will not make the playoff. But they... I'm excited to see your – Top of the division at the end now because you got three eleven and one team, so it's going to be very intriguing. They're all three eight and one. Yeah, but you can't you can't choose all three to finish first. I need a declared first, second, and third. So just just prepare for that. You know what I'm saying? No big deal. I'm look at this. I'm nervous. Yeah, shaking, <laughs> dude. Are you okay? So I'm gonna take the hype train that everybody is on, and I am not on the bandwagon. Nebraska. I thought you were going to say Minnesota because that's the team I've been seeing every. No, I don't have I don't have that team. The no, it's coming up next. Yeah, they're on the hype train too. Um, well, I don't see. I don't we'll know see. what. Yeah, BJ is probably going to talk for thirty-five minutes about a good team since he talked for forty-five about Illinois. How six long? and six, baby. <laughs> but Nebraska, they got second-year coach and alumnus. Scott Frost, everybody thinks he is God's gift to football. He did very well down at Central Florida. Um, they got a uh, second-year quarterback, Martinez, who people think he is potentially a Heisman caliber quarterback. Wow. Not this year. Yeah. Not, let me clarify. Not his sophomore year. Maybe his senior year if he sticks around. Um he is an okay quarterback. He had some struggles, <laughs> to say the least, last year. Uh, you built him up to break him down. I see what you did there. First off, homeboy got sacked 23 times. Oh, my goodness. That might have been his favorite number. Yeah, uh, that's mine. Sure, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, he also carried the ball 140 times. That includes the sacks. So, uh, he was – he he was their do-all player last year. He was second on the team in uh, rushing yards. Uh, generally, when your quarterback is second on the team in rushing yards and his last name is not Vic or Jackson, 
I don't know. Martinez sounds like you could be fast too. I'm not not gonna take just the bait. Said, I'm not like taking the bait on that one. Yeah. Well, um, he's fast. He's strength. He's fast enough to uh, get sacked 23 times. How about that? Yeah. Clearly not fast enough. Yeah. Um, but he also threw eight picks with 17 touchdowns. So for a true freshman, he really denied that bad of a year. Um, but they got a uh, grad transfer or a transfer running back from Georgia Tech, Derek Mills. Uh, he is supposed to help ease the workload. Hopefully your quarterback does not have to carry the ball 140 times. And get um, sacked 23. And sacked 23. Uh, they started the season 0-6 last year, uh, which absolutely broke my heart. Uh, after the shot they shot at Purdue, which – backfired terribly on them um i believe it was their fourth game they were zero and three they just lost to michigan by a bazillion hundred and uh in his post-game press conference scott frost immediately started talking about the purdue game and said we finally have a winnable game oh <laughs> which immediately turned into uh billboard material because purdue proceeded to shellac them i did not have the score in front of me uh I believe it was 40-something to – I think they ended up having 20-something. Um, they put it on them. Uh, so what they get, filthy yeah, animals. They did finally win a game, uh, game seven. So, uh, But they had a lot of issues the first six games. Uh, their turnover margin in the first six games was minus seven. The last six, they ended up going uh, four and two. That's why everybody thinks that they are going to be amazing. Oh, yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah, I mean, most teams that go four and eight are, you know, primed and ready to go for ten wins the next year. That's just the way it goes. You got to win four and eight, and then you win ten games the next year. Uh, so they did shore up their defense uh, or their turnover margin. I'm sorry, they had a major uh, penalty issue on the whole team. They had. 92 penalties compared to their all their opponents had 78. Uh, yeah, for 850 yards compared to 680 yards. So uh, penalties were just crushing blows. It's like eight penalties a game that they had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. Um, for yards. Yeah, so I think they will be better than four and eight. Uh, I do not believe all the hype. They are picked to contend by most people in the west i have them finishing fifth in the west uh i just don't they will be better they'll probably go if they they'll probably go six and six they'll probably win a bowl game against i don't know western michigan or some directional Florida school or Texas school. <laughs> and, it definitely uh, won't be Central Florida. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Um, so I think they're probably going to end the year at seven and six, and hopefully they will keep their streak of eight hundred sellouts or something. They have Is that a thing? Yeah, they have. There's a, a board, and they announced it. You know, in the first quarter game, but they have a. They have sold out. Seven hundred and eighty games consecutively. It's the longest streak in 
Now, I got two questions for you. Now, one, why would you not build a bigger stadium? Two, what else is there to do in Nebraska? Well, well, one, why would you build a bigger stadium when you can continuously say that we have the longest streak yeah. ever of sellouts? Uh, because clearly they could keep selling it out if they made it a little bit bigger. I'm not saying you make it, you know, Beaver I, I Stadium. Think I think it is. I, I think it's good almost, marketing. Well, I think it's a fictitious number. Oh yeah. Because I have seen some of their games, and I can tell you, there's some empty seats. So I think, yeah, they're just taking empty tickets and scanning well, them. Well, no, no. I think if a ticket is sold, yeah, it's a sellout. Doesn't you know, have to go the there. The ticket does not have to be redeemed. But if it's, I would definitely do that if I were them. So I mean, because I, I watched the Purdue game obviously last year, and let me just tell you, that place it was, it was, full, but it was not sold out full. There yeah. were there's a difference. There there was empty seats. I see Pacers games like that on occasion where we'll get there though and then all of a sudden people start flooding in. It's like, yeah. okay, you all weren't here in the first quarter. Yeah. But they're probably down to the bar or whatever. So anyway, that's my prediction for the Corn Huskers. Corn Huskers. Well, that's a good prediction, but I'm gonna drop a little bit of knowledge on you about mm-hmm. the Minnesota Golden Gophers. First of all, they were founded in 1882, and that was one of the oldest programs in college football. They're proud about that too, actually. They very proud. They talk about that continuously, like we care. That's where the golden part of the Gopher came from. And I thought because pe- they're golden brown. Well, like a McNugget. Similar to that, and they do Ooh, have solid. They do have McDonald's <laughs> logos on their basketball court. But you're welcome. PJ Don't Fleck, bring up their basketball team. I didn't mean to intentionally. P.J. Fleck is in his third year there. Very highly sought after coach. Probably potentially the coach of the year in the Big Ten. Oh, my God. Besides the guy I'm about to mention next. If Lubby Smith wins six games, he better win national coach. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And give me a little bit of credit as well. And I'll give to your GoFundMe page, too. Thank you. they were seven and six last year. I do think they will potentially be a contender in the West Division this year. They're a senior-led team. Offensively, they've got an elite, yes, I said elite running game. Mo Ibrahim, a thousand one hundred and sixty-yard rushing back from last year, returns as well as nine touchdowns. They do have a freshman, Bryce Williams, who added five hundred and two yards last year, who return as well too. But The people that I'm excited about is returning Rodney Smith and Shannon Brooks from a leg and knee injury. That'll balance out the run attack so they won't only have one guy to carry the load. They've got huge size on the offensive line. We talked about this guy before the episode, but they've got a 6'9", 400-pound gentleman by the name of Daniel Falele. Monster. 6'9", 400 pounds. I mean, similar to my size and build, but... Yeah, he would definitely not wear that jersey you're wearing right now. He could eat me for lunch... Uh, probably brunch, I'd say. It'd be a Sunday snack. I think he eats brunch? Uh, yeah, he oh, probably yeah. eats fifth meal for sure. Dude, yeah. he probably eats seven meals. Check all of the above. Lots of rice and lots of – probably not so much of the um, broccoli, but, you know, there's good protein in there too. Good receiving core, though. They've got a pro prospect, top 100 player in Tyler Johnston. Um, he brings a little bit of everything, but mainly size and deep playability. Good depth at the tight end position as well, too. They've got a good number two receiver and Rashad Bateman there. Must find a fit at quarterback. They've got four options. Two of them are freshmen. Peck, Fleck will figure out 
who falls into the pecking order there. You know what I'm saying? Well played. You see what I did there? Yeah. I messed it up. Hurrah. Which really sucks, but it was going to be good. Defensively, they only allowed 59 points um, over the four final games, which is pretty impressive to me. Yeah, but it's cold. And they didn't play great talent. But, hey, to each their own. Um, they do have a really good secondary. Finished first in the Big Ten in yards per completion last year. They've got good pass rushing last year. Um, after that, though, they need Coughlin. Or Coughlin needs some more helps. Tom Coughlin? Yeah, similar to Tom Coughlin, <laughs> former New York Giants um, coach. Carter Coughlin is the Super Bowl name. winning coach, by the way. Yeah, his like true, I care unfortunately. about Like yeah. I care Ooh, about yeah. Tom Coughlin? Yeah. yeah. Don't say it. Just keep it to yourself. I didn't even realize um, where I was going with that. <laughs> last year, the pressure mostly <laughs> came from the linebacking core. Um, this year, they'll need more balance and, and have to get some blitz from the line as well, too. They've got a great linebacking core, though, with Coughlin, Thomas Barber, Thomas Rush, and Kamal Martin. It's important to have the name Thomas on this team because you'll be good if you're a linebacker. Those guys have to stay healthy, healthy though, as everybody does in the NCAA and NFL and daily resume. Um, good safety, Antoine Winfield needs a running mate, somebody who's going to play alongside of him and show out like he does. The corner group is deep and led by Coney Jr., Corey Jr., excuse me, Corey Durr. I don't know where I got Jr. from there. I'm kind of confused, but Corey Durr is the guy you want to watch. Best players in order, number one, wide receiver Tyler Johnson we mentioned earlier. Number two, defensive line and linebacker Carter Coughlin. Number three, Antoine Winfield. Number four, Mo Ibrahim. And number five, linebacker Thomas Barber. I don't know if you noticed this, but I mentioned all those players previously. Yeah. I didn't know if you were asleep over there or not. Uh, keys for this year, don't fumble. <laughs> Very important. I did not know BJ no, no, was no. such a football guru. I want you to Don't turn it over, score more points, you're going to do good. Please don't fumble. And guess what else they must do, D? Uh, score, score more points. More points. No, no, no. Uh, uh, tackle the other team. Okay. Uh, you're on the right page. I just want to go a little bit deeper. Kick, they the, must, kick the ball through the uprights? No, no, no. They must score when opportunities arise. Um, games with two touchdowns or more last year, they were 0-4. So they – Row the boat. So they Turnovers. Row the boat. Those are turnovers, not touchdowns. So when they turned the ball over two or more times, they were 0-4. Correct. Thank you for correcting me, Theo Vaughn. I wasn't correcting you. I was, I was asking. You were helping me. I, I that was, was a genuine thank you. That yeah. wasn't like a sarcastic thank you yeah, like gang, most gang. of mine are. Yeah, buzz, gang. buzz. Um, they need to be better in the red zone is what I was alluding to. They came away empty on 11 of 59 red zone appearances last year. That's way too many. They need to come to play every week as well, too. They held Wisconsin to 170 yards last year and slowed down Georgia Tech, but gave up 430 yards to Illinois, couldn't stop Nebraska, and gave up 315 rushing yards to Maryland. Um, under Coach Fleck, Minnesota is 8-0 when holding teams to under 92 rushing yards. That's a key stat this year. Keep in mind when he holds them under 92 yards, they will win that game. They've got to start faster, too. Um, fun stat for you, their first quarter scoring last year was only 65 points total, and their second quarter scoring was 136. Man. Yeah, very big difference there, more than double. Um, other fun stat for you, punt return yards average. Minnesota averaged 22.2 yards on return. Opponents only averaged 1.1 yards per return. They averaged 22 yards of punt return? Over 22, yes. Giving up or returning? Returning. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty good. good. Giving well, up, they're yeah. only 1.1. Yeah, that's, that's pretty a good, good considering right there. 
ninety percent of punts are fair catches. Fair catches yeah. or yeah, well, that goes out thing, bounds. You got to think, or it's a touchback, which goes into the net. Which oh goes, yeah, well, now it goes into your average as yeah, well. Punt does, return, yeah. not kickoff. Yeah, return. but that's not yard. Yeah, but you can get a touchback on a punt return. Yeah, but that doesn't you go into your yardage. That. that just I'm goes into. Sure it does. No, it goes into your net punting distance. It doesn't go into returning uh, yardage. Oh, you're not talking physical net. No, <laughs> no, I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm not talking like a net behind oh, the field. Oh no. Okay. Well, I was just double checking. Oh, um, that's rough. Key game. I'm glad you enjoyed that one, D. <laughs> Key game uh, to. F- feature and focus on is Iowa November 16th. I can't wait. I can't wait to not watch that game too. That's going to be a real barn burner and I've got Minnesota projected as probably like 11 and 4. 8 and 4. Yeah the 4 right. 8 and 4 contenders. 12 and 0. Senior led team. My boy PJ Fleck leading the way. My thing is with as much as you talk them up yeah. and you put Illinois at six and six, you only have them two wins better than Illinois. I told you. There's only so many games you can win though. Tough record in the Big Ten. Like you got a tough schedule. I got three teams winning eleven games. Yeah, I know. Sure. You've got three of the out of Next. the four best teams. I'm about to say the last one. Next, I have the running Jonathan Taylors. Which mm. when I was looking stuff up about them, I honestly I'm gonna be a one hundred percent honest with you. I was like, man, I just thought the whole team sucked last year. Oh, was that five minutes before we did the podcast? No, actually, Wisconsin, I had looked up stuff beforehand. <laughs> but everyone else, yes. Okay. Touche. Jonathan Taylor, like Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor had an unreal year last year. Oh, yeah. He had for two years he in a row. Was, this was even better. He was six yards away from 2,200 yards rushing last year. Yeah. Averaged 7.2 yards a carry. Unstoppable. Averaged 168.8 yards a game. Had 16 rushing touchdowns. That that average is only so high because he ran for 330 against Purdue. Wow. In a yeah, game. it probably has something to do with it. There's also three overtimes. Definitely doesn't hurt your stats doing that. No. Yeah. Was a unanimous first-team All-American. The pinstripe bowl MVP. Congratulations on that. Yeah. The running back of the year in the Big Ten. Uh, I'd rather was, play in the Argyle Bowl. Has, this, is a <laughs> pretty, this is a pretty cool one. A pretty cool stat right here is the most combined rushing totals as a freshman and sophomore ever in the NCAA history uh, with 4,171 yards rushing. Yeah. Most yards Heisman. in a season in the FBS by freshman, 1,997 last year. Yeah, so it's basically going to lean a lot on, well, are we going to run this guy into the ground or is yes. anybody else going to step up? It doesn't did. sound like he's getting into the ground at seven points some odd no. yards per carry. He basically just gets I'm tired. This year, he gets right, tired right. of running. Okay, guys, I'll run out of, right, bounds, out of bounds. I'm done. So they did lose Alex Hornibrook to Florida State, but Alex Hornibrook is also not starting at Florida State. So that should tell you what kind of quarterback play they had at Wisconsin last year. Florida State did lose what your boy we talked about last week to Central or to Florida Atlantic. Right, your boy. So, yeah, I can't remember his name. The guy, the guy at Florida State. Francois. Yes, DeAndre Francois. They did lose Francois. They still do have Blackman, but he couldn't beat out Blackman. For you know, I only mentioned so. him because I found out about my French heritage, and he sounds like he could be French. <laughs> yes. Um, so, like I said, he's not starting at Florida State, so I should tell you something. The defense was very young last season, which normally, especially at a school like Wisconsin, that's probably going to be better for you because when you're starting somewhere young, okay, your, your defense is going to suck. But now the second year, they should be better. They did lose four of their five offensive linemen, though. 
But they grow them on trees. Yeah. So <laughs> big but trees, they, but they big guys, large oaks. Yeah. yeah. They they did lose four of their five offensive linemen. Like I said before, I was really interrupted sorry. again. Sorry. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's my be, life here as a as a podcast. Should guy. be used to it. Uh, yeah, I I don't never get used to it, BJ. Johnny Carson. <laughs> what does Johnny Carson have to do with <laughs> any of this? Divert your attention. Um, they did, like I said, they did lose four of their five uh, offensive linemen. They do have arguably the best center in the nation, though, with Tyler. I don't want to say this because it Come looks on, give bla- it a shot. Blad ass. Mm, blad ass. Mm. Blad ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, who is most likely going to be a first-round draft pick. If what not, ethnicity do you think it is? Bladas? I'm going to guess white because he plays for Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Probably like Swedish or uh, yeah. Norwegian. Viking. Viking. Yeah, that's uh, Viking. They, they do have their top four pass catchers back last season, which really doesn't say much because their passing game wasn't really that good. Uh, A.J. Taylor, Danny Davis, Kendrick Pryor, and their tight end, Jake Ferguson. Uh, but – this is the part that they're kind of hanging their hat on. They're Ooh. hoping their four-star uh, recruit, Graham Mortz, um, will come in and take over the quarterback position and play well. He was, like I said, four stars. He was a finalist. Uh, he was almost a finalist for the Elite 11 in, um, coming out of high school. So hopefully that will help out their passing game. Um, the biggest thing with their defense last season, though, the season two seasons ago they had 42 sacks. Uh, last season they only had 17. Ouch. So 42 sacks? 42 sacks two seasons ago. And then last year they only had 17. I so, could have done that in my sleep. So they're going to need their defense to put more pressure on their a lot. To put yeah. more pressure on their quarterbacks. Um, so, yeah, 42 is a lot. But, I mean, you don't expect to take a 25-sack drop like that in one season. No. So no. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, will definitely improve. Uh, I won't say what – position I think they'll finish until the end because Thank BJ you. will then flock me. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, but I will say that they are going to go eight and four. Six and, and listen to me, I would never conference. I would never flog you. That's inappropriate. Uh, I would just chastise you. Eight and four, six and three in the conference. Okay. For Wisconsin. <laughs> oh and you dropped a conference record on us. I've there? dropped a conference record in all three of them. Nah, he has. Not buying it. He has. I'm, I've I been listening. <laughs> to what? No, I promise, dude. Stop. I promise I was listening. So I am going to take on a team that there's probably one listener that cares about, maybe two. And you're really highballing this one. Ooh. Yeah. Obviously, you don't know our listener base, bro. I, I do not know all of it. No, I know some of it. But the uh, Indiana <laughs> fighting Subtle flex there. Hoosiers. Who, uh, do you, who do you think is going to – that listens – that likes them? Probably Coop. Oh, no. He don't pay attention to football. No. Well, then zero. Matt Mullins. <laughs> Zach Coleman. No. Zach, Zach. Zach pays attention Zach. to it. Zach yeah, watches there we most go. games, too. Zach. Zach. Matt Matt does not. He he only goes when we go to the Oak and Bucket game every other year. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a tradition. We have a bucket that we actually pass back and forth. Yeah. It was a popcorn bucket from IU. I need to put a sticker because it's only got Indiana stickers yeah. on both sides. You should definitely do that. But we And a beef beef sticker. Yeah, give me one. Yeah. Yes. Sponsor the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but, but we give it back. True listener. We give it back uh, and forth, whoever wins. So it's basically set at Matt House for years. Now I've had it for two, but it's what it is. It sits, in, my, it sits in my basement. Decorative piece. Yeah, it's never – it sits right next to my Drew Brees signed poster. Ooh. Nothing with Indiana is really decorative. I mean, 
it held popcorn pretty they, good. They should have been in the pinstripe bowl. They were two years, three mm-hmm. years ago. But anyway, enough about uh, IU on the next team. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Woo. So, um, Indiana, they are with a third-year head coach, Tom Allen, which um, still baffles my mind because four years ago he was – five years ago, I guess now – he was coaching at Ben Davis High School. And I thought you were saying four years ago he was five years ago. That's why I chuckled. I'm no, sorry. no, I'm sorry. I had my ears wrong. He uh, was coaching at Ben Davis, was brought on at D coordinator, and then Indiana fired Kevin Wilson because there were uh, complaints made by players. I think Ben Davis is almost as big as IU, by the way. That's a big school. Yeah. But it's also a different competition. Yeah. <laughs> you also have to recruit yeah. kids. Uh, which they might do that anyway. But anyway, mm-hmm. I just am not sure Tom Allen is the uh, is the guy for the job. But hey, if they keep him and they keep winning four ball games, <laughs> more power to you. He's making bank winning four. Oh, yeah. Out of boy. Um, yeah. So Tom, any, get me on the staff. Yeah, I'd take the staff. Sponsored podcast. Yeah, sponsored podcast, Tom Allen. But we'll get uh, you five wins. <laughs> they uh, they have a new quarterback. Uh, they're Incumbent quarterback lost out the starting job to um, uh, Mike Pencil Jr. Pencil Pexnell. I couldn't tell you his name. He right. played a lot last year. Uh, he uh, he's an incumbent. No, no, he lost. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Ram Ramsey was their uh, starting quarterback last year. He uh, maybe lost. I misinterpreted yeah. what incumbent meant. You you <laughs> maybe needed some knowledge dropped on you. Yeah, um, cucumbers. Yeah, so he uh, Ramsey was their quarterback last year. Uh, was he, it last year that they had college game day like week one in Indiana, or was that two years? No, ago? that was two years ago on a Thursday night against Ohio State. Yeah, I knew it was against Ohio State, yeah. and they were supposed to be like, "Oh yeah, they're going to contend with Ohio State," and they got drummed. Yeah, no, it was close. Like I think the score was seven to seven, like in the first six minutes, and then I think the final score was like forty-nine to seven or something. It was close for. Probably, hey, I'll be honest. I've seen a lot minutes. of fun IU games. Like typically, they're if they're close games, they're high scoring games. Oh yeah, because they don't know how to play defense, yeah. just like basketball. They don't know how to play defense. It's all score all the time. Very important. But uh, pencil, I'm sure I'm gonna call him. Yep. He's uh, a he, he had 34 attempts last year at quarterback. So we're uh, gonna pencil him in at, at starter. Yeah, uh, compared to uh, Ramsey's who played. All year, almost through for three thousand yards. You say Ramsey's? Yeah, like the mm-hmm. the mascot for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna go more with the Egyptian pharaoh. Oh, but, never heard of her. Um, but yeah, sure with the Tario guy. Uh, That's a woman. No. Okay. <laughs> God. So uh, hopefully he was a uh, highly touted uh, recruit. I think he was. He may have been a four-star, three-star. But he beat out uh, Ramsey's, and they also had a transfer uh, from Utah, uh, Turtle, I believe it was his name. They have a lot of interesting names on their team. Oh, yeah. man, it is. Very good name, team. Ramsey's, Pencil, and Turtle. Yeah, check the roster. It is, <laughs> it's full of winners, let me tell you. Uh, so, we'll see how that well, goes. I don't know if they're full of winners, but they've got good names. Yeah, I mean, last year the guy, he had – 24 attempts and one TD. So I would not exactly hang my hat on him playing. Uh, Statistically, that's good odds. Yeah, well, maybe. 
Uh, they do have a good red, uh, sophomore running back, Scott. Uh, he ran for just over 1,100 yards and 10 TDs last year. Um, they expect him to do better than that this year. Uh, defense, or the offensive line returns three starters. So I would hope he does better. The three of their five starters coming back on the offensive line, you ran for 1,100 last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I usually say the game slows down for you. I mean, the second year that you're in there. So, I mean, 1,100 as a freshman, you have three to five guys that were already there. Yeah. I'd say he runs for 1,200. Uh, <laughs> I give it 15. Oh. Probably. Wow. Uh, so, we'll see. Uh, defense returns nine starters, which I guess is good for a team that won five games last year. Uh, I'm not sure. Um they're it's it's Indiana football. I'm sorry for those Indiana fans. It's it's Indiana football. You're an Indiana fan. Yeah. I mean, Just wear your basketball jerseys to football games. Yeah. Like that's cool. I cannot tell you how infuriating that is. I think that's a power move personally. No. So, oh, it's not. No, it's not a power move. I mean my jersey could be multi game essential like yes i could wear this into a football stadium or yes it's stadium. not a basketball jersey that's a practice jersey yeah they wear well it's a double xl is what it is so that's what what's your what's your predicted record uh i think they will probably uh win five games they play a tough schedule to start out uh they got where it's some bums they play um, I know it's Akron. Ball State. Yeah, they start against Ball State, and they play. I don't have. I had it down somewhere. So anyway. Akron must be thrown around in the Big Ten too. Yeah, they're they're one of those schools that they play kind of everybody. Uh, let's see. The Zips. They play Akron Eastern Zips. Eastern Illinois, Ball State, and UConn. I'm sorry, it was not Akron. So UConn's the other team who plays a lot of Big they Ten play teams. a couple Big Tens, but that's yeah. basically it. Because then let's see, uh, lost to Iowa State, lost to Michigan State. Uh, they could beat Rutgers, uh, and they could. I say should. Uh, I would have said they could beat Maryland, but after hearing no. 43 Mm-mm. minutes of um, uh, Maryland, I'm Maryland pub, they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm not Definitely sure. Game. I'm not sure they have a chance against Maryland now. I, I retract that uh, <laughs> potential win. Thank um, you. Here's the then, real question, D: Do they win the finale? No, absolutely not. They will walk into Ross Aid Stadium Saturday, November 24th. Uh, and probably lose to Purdue. Let's give me a score here. I'm going to go with 45 to 24. That's good. I was going to say 41-27. So we're in the same ballpark. So they're probably going to finish season at uh, 5 and 7. I'd agree with you, but my only complaint is they don't play football in ballparks. They play them in stadiums. Uh, no, because sometimes in bowl games they play pinstripe bowls, yeah. play oh, in Yankee. Dang it. Yankee Stadium Bowl. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll give you correct. But this is the moment that everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> the focal team of this entire Big Ten conversation, the Penn State Nittany Lions. Everybody get comfortable. This is going to take a while. I only have two pages. <laughs> but to start it off, I wanted to bring you some more fun facts because I didn't have enough fun earlier. Okay? So, number one. The Lion Shrine is the second most photographed site in PA. 
that's very important. Is that what's what's the first most? Uh, is I, it the statue? Gonna, is it the statue of Joe Paul? It actually did not say, but I think it could be the Liberty Bell. Yeah. I think it could be the Rocky Stairs, or I think it could be the Love Statue. I'm gonna go with the Liberty Bell. There's got to be a big statue of Hershey Kiss somewhere. Oh yeah. Or bar. There's Hershey Park. They have like an amusement park. Oh, yeah. And you get all the chocolate you can eat. Yeah. Not a good place. Um, number two, they've got killer ice cream. I'm talking about killer ice cream. Berkey Creamery has been in operation for over 150 years. It's the largest university creamery in the world. Not the country, in the world. The creators of Ben & Jerry once took a class on how to make ice cream there. So you know they're putting out good quality product. Um, number three, one of the largest stadiums in the country, Beaver Stadium. 107,000 seating capacity 21,000 student section um, seat student section number four one out of every this is the one that you guys are going to love I, I almost forgot about this one one out of every 117 americans with a college degree so unfortunately i don't qualify for this okay i got to put that out there is a penn state graduate one out of every 117 Americans with a college degree. Now, I just want you to know how long this took me to do this mathematical equation. What are they giving those things out, like candy bars? But, yeah, well, they, well, they cost give, a lot more than candy bars. They giving out L's to nobody in the football, on the football field. I disagree, my friend. But we'll get into that once I finish my fun facts. I appreciate the kind lead-up. Uh, number five out of 22, the Nittany Lion became the mascot in 1907. Now, the funny thing about that was they were formerly the old Coley, which was a mule. Not a good mascot. Do what? Old, old Coley. They were the asses. Yeah. Yes. And the first school to have a lion mascot. That's the power move that we've been You're looking lying, for. You're lying, dude. No, allegedly, but I'm just saying. First first uh, <laughs> school to have a lion mascot. Number the second? I don't know. That's not important. Probably restoration. Restoration. When sure. in it? Ooh, could be. Rock Creek now. Um, Penn State has the largest student-run philanthropy in the world. It's 46 hours of straight dancing. Um, Thawne has raised over $137 million in the fight against cancer. This was the tradition that I was speaking about earlier, that you guys were raining on my parade. I thought you were going to talk about the whiteout. Well, whiteout is very important as well, too. But They whiteout every game? No, no. it was one game a year. And some would say that's racist, so no more whiteouts. The navy blue out is what they're going with. Well, really? I mean, just no. No, judging, not. By their, <laughs> judging by their past, Penn State fans don't really care about morals. So That's not true whatsoever. It's but, more the coaching staff than the fans. Yeah, but no, they, you're both well, wrong. No, <laughs> We're not they, really they, wrong. They picketed whenever they, whenever they fired him. Well, he yeah. died a month after. The man needed the job, and he was the right man for the job. And he will yeah, always go down. 75 years ago, maybe. He'll always go down in my heart as my coach at Penn State. Number seven, school colors were originally pink and black. You don't have nothing for that? Okay. black? I'll just skip that. Number eight, alumni include. Oh, my God, here we go. Classics. There's a wide variety of people here. I hate to give you the hard sell. Brandon's favorite, Keegan-Michael Key. I mean, it's not bad. You are a big fan. No. I wanted to lead off to buy your happiness with that one. But the second one I've got is Gion Blafford, the first African-American in space. Okay? That's important, bro. Um, number two, 
Number three, actually. Mark Parker, CEO at Nike. I like that one. Now, Mark, my, my good friend Mark, makes over $14 million annually. So, you know what I'm saying? Golly. He's sitting pretty pretty. Um, Franco Harris. Some may have heard of him before. Never heard of her. Allie Krieger. That's the a, guy that built a, the uh, airport in Chicago? Allie did not do that. Oh. But Franco might have. Um, Allie Krieger is a women's World Cup champion. Michael Murphy. You don't know him? Um, you ever seen the movie Lone Survivor? The classic movie with Mark Wahlberg. Great movie. I thought Mark Wahlberg was the only guy in that movie. He is, but there's also a guy named Murph in there. No. The real Michael Murphy, unfortunately, was unable to be in that. Be honest with you, I've never seen Lone Survivor. Don't even know what it is. You don't? Oh, my goodness. Mark Wahlberg's a trash actor, BJ. You're a, what? I'm not sure if I'd go that far. Okay, find somebody else. I'm out of here. You go home and you watch that movie. I'm not going to watch You're it. You're a movie buff. You've seen, actually, Lone Survivor. With, you know how I with know as you've much seen. As you I mean, it's actually on, a pretty good movie. With as yeah. much as you Thank crapped you, on D. Disney, yeah. you don't ever look at me like Disney that when I Disney sponsored this movie. I don't care. You, you always say that whatever his football movie was is the best Eagles movie. It's not. Invincible. Listen, this is what I want you to understand. I thought the one with Tony Danza was the best one. Thank you. The garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. What I have to do, I've taken an oath. Not the GOAT. We're not doing the GOAT again. The two oaths I've taken are, one, to not eat ice cream as long as physically possible. And I'm still on the bandwagon. I'm not eating ice cream. And what I do is I walk through. Two, three weeks? Why? Ish. You know, sometimes you just got to have a mental test. Ice cream is the most delicious thing in deliciousness world. And sometimes you just got to choose to avoid delicious. I like delicious. ice cream. What you, I wouldn't go Catholic was just like Yeah, it's a, mental, it's a mental test, dude. Uh, what I would do, We're an and, and he can attest to this, I, I will go through, <laughs> I will go through <laughs> the Meyer line of ice cream. I'll stare that ice cream in the eyes, and I will say, you don't have any power over me. Ice yeah, he cream. sent me a picture of it the other you day. You probably yeah. look like a crazy person. Well, He's legit talking out loud saying this stuff. I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to you do. You know, I have seen you yeah. in Meyer, so... Um, yeah. You know that, man. I didn't even... You really don't have time to do that, because BJ <laughs> looks like he's robbing the place. Because we walk in there one day after playing ball, and he... Was in there before me, and I'm walking down the aisle getting whatever I'm getting. Yeah. And BJ comes running down the aisle ahead Speedster. of me. I'm like, oh, I'll walk up here and I'll yell at him down the aisle. No, I get to the end of the aisle, gone. Yeah. I, I, I turn around and he is running down the other main aisle to check out. I'm like, what is he robbing this place? I had places to be, man. People to see. Places it was 10:30 at night. Would you have a hot date? Was Cluckers closing? Whatever. Oh, that could have been. <laughs> Yeah. Well played. No, 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 no. They, well don't, they don't have the wing deal on. That was Monday Clippers night. Clippers is trash the anyway, dude. Yeah, but they, when they have the wing deal, I would go partake. But that I was, don't care what kind of deal they have. Their food is not good enough for me yeah. to take, even if it's discounted. Once again, if they would sponsor the podcast, I'd, I'd take that into consideration. Them. Wow. Let me just get back to listing yeah. my names, okay? Since yeah, you guys don't names. like Michael Murphy. Um, a very important man. You're going to end with this one, who I think you guys will enjoy. Ever heard so. of a guy named Anthony Spice Adams? Yes, I Thank have. you. D, if you haven't heard of Spice Adams, you got to check out Spice Adams. It's actually a very comical video. You've seen Spice Adams yeah. before. But former, I'll take your word for it. Former alumnus of Penn State. Now I'll actually well, So is in. he former? He's not an alumnus anymore? Yeah. Yeah. 
once you alumni, you alumnist out of eternity. It's like coexisting. <laughs> he did not just an alumni. He played football. For Correct. That. Man, oh, and so he was drafted by the Niners. That was my lead-in to the important analytical breakdown that I'm about to give you. Can't wait. I, I okay. thought that's what we were doing was analytical alumnus breakdown. That's what I'm doing. I wanted to start off with saying they've got the most underrated coach in NCAA football, my boy, James Franklin. He's, he's in, in his sixth year. He's underrated? Yeah. I don't think he's underrated I don't at think all. he's underrated at I all. I think he's a good coach, what? but I definitely no, he's think he's talked coach. about it. He's definitely talked about enough. No. Yeah. He is the dude got the coaching job from Vanderbilt. The dude is definitely known for being a good coach. There's not well, – I've, I've never heard anyone – what do you mean now? He's been at Penn State for six years. So, it's well, no, at least no, no, been no. For This the past is his sixth season. So, he's at least been known that for the past seven or eight years because he had two good years at Vandy before he went to Penn State. When they kicked my coach out the door oh, and they put him on kicked the him, They should have kicked him to hell is where they should have kicked him. Hey. That's very inappropriate. It, so was what happened. I want to apologize to the paternal family on behalf of my compadre and co-host. <laughs> no. But listen. It's retracted. You should turn a blind eye to what I just said like he did to the stuff that was said to him. I don't – one of my eyes is not blind. I can see out of both of them. <laughs> okay. Nine and four last year. Offense struggled with third downs. That's an important thing in football if you guys didn't know that. They ended up last in the Big Ten in time of possession due to this reason. Um, they scored 222 points in their first four games of the season, but only 219 in the final nine, and they needed to score a I little bit. I feel like bit. a lot of that was due to what's-his-face getting hurt, though, their quarterback. McSorley? Yeah, he was getting banged up a lot. 100%. Uh -huh. But you still, you can't score 222 in your first four and 219 in your last nine. And also Obviously probably had something to do with well, – yeah. It also probably had to do with their schedule probably being Talent terrible level. at the beginning. Hey, they did play Kentucky at the end of the year, which was a tough matchup. But, hey, teach don't, don't bring them up. Yeah, I don't want to give them any showing because they did win that game. But um, they lost their apparent heir apparent for quarterback to McSorley, who we mentioned, Tommy Stevens. Tommy Stevens went to transfer. That's the last time I'll be talking about Tommy Stevens for the day. <laughs> now, <laughs> now they have. He is dead to me. Oh, my He is dead to me. Yeah. Tommy Stevens. Don't say the name on Tommy your... Stevens sounds like a guy that would be in like my first grade class. Be he... a new kid. Everyone welcome Tommy Stevens. He was hey, actually Tommy. a decent quarterback. Huh? He looked good last year. When? Whenever McSorley was hurt. Whenever McSorley was so he McSor... looked good the whole season? <laughs> no. He just came in and made some plays, right? Anyways, we're not talking about it anymore. Now, expected to be the starter, Sean Clifford, who's a sophomore, will be the potential quarterback. Receiving core is solid yet again, led by star wide receiver K.J. Hamler. Have you ever seen the videos his parents do, by the way, the rap videos? Is this mom Chelsea Hamler? Yeah, that's exactly where I was going with that one. She's decent looking. But, no, it's not her. But they do rap videos that they actually play at Beaver Stadium. It's kind of interesting to me. That now. sounds like improper benefits. Yeah. 100%. Definitely could be. Giving them their shine. Because um, they probably get hits off YouTube. They'd probably make money off that. Oh, I'd be shocked if they didn't. It's very quality rapping. Uh, I would say top five. Jay-Z. Somebody's called the NCAA Eminem. right now. I'm making I had a, a triple cheeseburger that had some quality rapping the other day. Really? Yeah, it was Where'd nice. you get a triple cheeseburger at? Not McDonald's. When I get a triple cheeseburger, I don't worry about the wrapping, if I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, dude. That, now you know why I'm so upset that they got voted out in the first round. Yeah, he was very devastated. And Rapid Fire Pizza. His two favorites were gone. I wouldn't call Rapid Fire one of my favorites, but it is. It's 
pretty dang on. Listen, solid. save that conversation for the next segment. Let me finish with Penn State. They also have tight end Pat Freermuth, who um, will be a good receiving target as well, too. Eight, eight TDs last year led the team in TDs, receiving TDs, that is. Uh, running back Miles Sanders is gone after 1,274 yards and nine touchdowns. He went to the Philadelphia State. Eagles. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Much better than Ohio State. Yeah, everything's better than Ohio State. But now Ricky Slade uh, will be the running back, along with true freshman Devin Ford and Noah Kane. I really like Ricky Slade. I wanted to say Ricky Slade would be up there, but once you start dropping Jonathan Taylor's stats – could Jonathan really Taylor Thomas, baby. Yeah. Could yeah, really compete with him. going to be close. Um, they also lost two linemen, two offensive linemen to the NFL, but they've got three starters returning. Their pass protection must be better this year. Um, defensively, they allowed 10 points or fewer in five games. They led the nation in sacks and finished fourth for tackles for a loss. Um, Yedergros Matos is back. He had eight sacks last year. And Shaka Tony is back as well, too, with five sacks. Possibly the best D-line in the conference. And there's some good ones in there, as you all alluded to earlier. Micah Parsons is back at linebacker, one of the best young linebackers in the country. Led the team in tackles last year with 83 tackles, but they also have Cam Brown and Jan Johnson at the linebacker position. They've got a lap, lack in depth in the secondary and corner position, but their starters are phenomenal. Um, cornerback John Reed is back after missing last year with a knee injury. He'll be a key um, help in the secondary. Best players in my personal order, defensive end Yeter Gross Matos, running back Ricky Slade, wide receiver K.J. Hamler, linebacker Micah Parsons, and tight end Pat Furumuth. Keys to win this year, pass protection. Last year they had 29 sacks. They fumbled the ball 13 times last year, which was the most in the Big Ten. Or excuse me, they lost 13 fumbles last year, which was the most in Big Ten. They had at least one fumble in their last 10 games. 2017, they only had three fumbles. So they need to get back to those ways. That's because most of the time the ball is going to Saquon Barkley. Well, funny thing, you mentioned it. In 23 games before last year, they only had eight fumbles, which 100% is due to them handing the ball off to Saquon. Um, they've got to stop the run this year. Nobody in the Big Ten who is good can pass, especially the Purdue Boilermakers. Their quarterback, Sean, Sean Clifford, has to step up this year. Shot. I don't know what you guys are laughing at, man. I'm just trying to do an analytical breakdown, and I'm reading my notes, and you guys are over here making fun of what I'm bringing to the table. It's very yeah. disrespectful. The other thing I want to focus on is the third quarter. They have to be better this year. Some fun stats for you. The red zone last year, Penn State was 52 out of 58, going 90% scoring ratio. Opponents were only 27 out of 36, which is clearly less. 58 minus 36, no mathematician, but that's 22 differences in appearances. Also, 75% is only 90 minus 75. You know, there's a percentage difference there as well, too. 15. Right. So that's the number. And penalties were PSU had 61 penalties on the year. That's really not that many. 551 total yards and penalties. Opponents had 97 penalties against them and 874 yards total. So thank you to those referees. Also, third quarter storing I mentioned earlier. Penn State had 87 points in third quarters. 
but 158 in their fourth fourth quarters. So if they could turn it on in the third quarter instead of the fourth. So they're just not good in odd number quarters. They'd be much better off, yeah. Projection for the year. Without a bowl game. Well, they're probably going to go 15-0 and win the national <laughs> title if Illinois is going 6-6. Six and six. I would say they're contending for that. But obviously they have a tough schedule, right? We already listed a couple of teams. Key feature matchup, Michigan, October 19th. Nine and three. Is that a whiteout? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. It's just a key game. Nine and three, huh? Is that at? Is that at there? Is that at? Hey, October nineteenth. You got your schedule. Let me see. What, Show me what, what you got the, on what October nineteenth. October nineteenth. October. Thank you. Right there, uh, Saturday. Michigan at Saturday. Penn State. <laughs> yeah, that is probably your whiteout. Probably right is, that and probably. that's an important one. All right, fellas, let's be quiet. We got to make. We got Michigan the who's who of the Big Ten coming up. Ten and next. two. I don't like the who's who. The Michigan of uh, the Big Ten is coming up right here. It's the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Who are you? Who, who, I'm who, stopping who. this now. Rutgers. Name who sang that? No one cares. The bitch. who, bro? That was easy, dude. So easy. I'm they going to. Uh, I'm going to say that Rutgers will be uh, oh. improved from last season, which is. Definitely saying a lot with how great of a season they had last year. They, uh, they do return two two solid running backs. Raheem Blackshear, who is also not just one of their leading rushers, but is also their leading receiver. And with, return uh, man. With 28 receptions last year, which is fantastic. As well as Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco. They did lose five of their top seven tacklers. Uh, they did lose 197, 196 tackles between two fellas. They, not, so not only did they lose all that, which was a solid defense, which gave up 401 yards and 31 points per game. So you know, just stellar numbers so far that I'm reading off here. Um, <laughs> yeah, solid. Their offense was ranked 127th, uh, dead last in scoring. <laughs> with uh, <laughs> they averaged 266 yards on offense and 13 and a half points per game. That's not their defense what gave up. That was what they averaged on offense. Uh, they do return their quarterback, who's uh, stellar, Arthur Stotowski, who threw a whopping four touchdowns and 18 interceptions last year. So, Arthur. <laughs> if your name's Arthur, you're probably Arthur. not going to be. Arthur. Arthur. Like Arthur. No, Arthur. Okay. A-R-T-U-R. Yeah, his mother didn't love him. So, um, with Either all that. that or she couldn't spell. With I all that, I'm going killing. to predict yeah. the – Rutgers, Scarlet Knights, to not only come in dead last of the West, but come in dead last of the Big Ten. They're Go a east. whopping two They're and ten. <laughs> They're in the East. Uh, I don't care. They're, they wouldn't matter come in dead last of the were, West. It doesn't matter if they were in 6A in Louisville. They still weren't winning that. <laughs> well, two and ten. Oh, and nine in the conference. Who are they beating? Oh, man. They have two teams on their schedule. The UMass, I bet they beat UMass yeah, Friday. One. And probably the second game of the year. They probably got a stud they play. Akron. <laughs> you got no. Um I say they beat UMass and I say they beat uh, who's the other Penn, one? Probably Penn State. Uh, Liberty. Penn State. Liberty was their other win. Middle oh, of the season. Liberty's tough. Yeah. I'm with you. They probably gonna win the bad week. <laughs> Because there's no telling, dude. It's an important week. No telling, man. I think Arthur Sitowski just threw another interception. (laughs) While we were talking. Yeah. 
Somebody intercepted the H in his name. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh. So, D, on to you. All right, well, I will not talk. All right, I'm all. just kidding. We're not listening all to right. Purdue. I'm just kidding. No, that was go disrespectful. Ahead. I want to apologize again. Well, so was no. what his coach did to Louisville. So. Oh. So I want to talk where about the, is, bro. the. That's what I want to say. Purdue Boilermakers. The. Yes. Capital T. Uh, no. Okay. No. Little T. Lowercase. We're we're not uppity like Ohio State. Right. Uh, I will not talk all night about the Boilers. I could obviously just like. Beef talks once a week for hours about Louisville. Mm. But I'm not going to take this opportunity to uh, lull you to sleep with this amazing talk. <laughs> but the Boilers uh, should. I see what you were insinuating there. What, they talks a lot about Louisville? Yeah, and put well, you to sleep. No, absolutely not. I do not fall asleep listening to the podcast ever. Every I'm, night? Did no. Did you say every? I'm generally mowing the grass. If I fell asleep, that would be hazardous, too. You know what, which is a good no, thing. No, you said that dude was driving a car asleep the other day. Yeah, oh, the Tesla. Yeah, he, Tesla. I think he dude. actually did have a beef speak sticker on the window. I don't know if that's good marketing for us, but I want to say it is. Um, it was probably vandalism since it was a Tesla and it was a beef, beef yeah, sticker. That's a good point. But That's uh, actually how you got yeah, the energy the into the car. The fact that we would put our sticker on such a trash car. Vandalism. Yeah. At its finest. So I'm a tagger. We'll see. The Boilers uh, went six and seven last year with uh well six and six and then there was a game that was played Tragic in Nashville. Wait, Did you Purdue, attend? Purdue played in that somebody game? somebody played football that day. Um, <laughs> hey, don't worry, our whole season was like that. <laughs> I watched it firsthand, four rows uh, from the field and it was brutal. Hey, I'll be like. three rows from the field. This uh, in about three weeks. I'm gonna be wow. one row from the field uh, against Nebraska on November second. I'm myself. gonna bring in the oaken bucket. Huh? What? No, then okay. just Nebraska. That's not the oaken bucket. No, I was saying I was gonna bring it in. Like when they show it on TV, you're gonna see me standing next to it, bringing it in, because I've got that type of power. I know a guy that could hook that up. So okay, we'll, we'll, we'll be in to, touch. We'll have to make that happen. Um, I'm going to build a new oaken bucket for it. No. Okay. So, Purdue returns. Uh, first, consensus All-American uh, wide receiver uh, from the Big Ten, Rondell Moore. You guys have probably heard of him. He's been on TV once or twice. Shouldn't have been at Louisville. He's generally running super fast past people. Local gentleman. Uh, local gentleman. Um, yeah, he's from New Albany, not Trinity. He's still local. Ooh. Yeah, but I'm just saying all those people that claim him at Trinity – well, they definitely recruited him. So go ahead. I'm that's just that is probably not false. Goodness. Oh, it's definitely not false. Definitely. If I were him, I would definitely go to Trinity over New Albany, though. Yeah. As far I mean, as like for the football, he won a state title in at New Albany. No. In basketball, yeah. yeah oh, in yeah. basketball, yeah. But people leave in New Albany is not. I mean, DJ left to go to Graceland or whatever y'all call that school over there. Christian Academy. Yeah. Was it Graceland, Graceland when he played? Pay was too good to turn down, dude. I couldn't help it. Yeah, you know a guy. Yeah. Uh, he was their do-all-everything. He ran the ball back, uh, kickoffs, punt returns. He caught 114 catches for 1,258 yards, 21 rushes for 213 yards, did everything. He is going to have to do everything again um, since running back situation is sketchy, right sketchy to say the least. Um, they uh, – the two best running backs they had, 
are not ready. One broke his jaw two weeks ago in a scrimmage. Uh, the other one is still recovering from an ACL tear from 2017. How does that work? He is just not recovering well from it. He's a very large man, about 6'4", like 290. He's oh like a gosh. bowling ball. Um, Richie worships his name. He is not. Richie. He is not recovering well. So, uh, starting running back is going to be Horvath, who is a sophomore walk-on from Marion in Indiana. So, um, also a big school. It is a big school, Mishawaka, Marion. The Giants. Yeah. So, uh, but there is a good receiving core that's coming in. They will all be young. Um, Milton Wright. Should also have been in Louisville. Should also have been in Louisville, allegedly. Uh, Probably should have been named differently, too. Milton's not a great first name. Yeah, well, when you see him play, you won't say that. Yeah. Okay. Dude's a monster. Yeah. He will be right for, on target. Played for Christian Academy of Louisville. Yeah. You're all sister school. Can't be Mother good, school. Though. Mother school. Definitely Dad. can't be that good. Daddy school. Oh, um, no, he was nice. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Uh, and then out of uh, Warren Central, David Bell, who was – also a very good wide receiver and basketball player. As any of those New Albany fans will know, he may have played defense that stopped Romeo in the regional. No, semi-state. I know you were talking about based on that statement, though. Semi-state? What is semi-state? Semi-state, I think it's correct. Semi-state, Seymour. Anyway, not to rub that in because I could care less. Um, I think actually regional and semi-state were both played at uh, Seymour that year. Yeah, and just in sectionals, too. Um yeah, and sections. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, starting quarterback will be Elijah Sindelar. I guess he should not be a Louisville. Okay, he's from Kentucky, Paducah. Uh, no, we had Juwan Pass. That was a solid pickup. Well, no, this was like six years ago because Sindelar is – Pass is a redshirt junior. Uh, yeah, Sindelar is a redshirt senior. Executive. Fifth year. Fifth year, yeah. And has also already been cleared for a six-year eligibility because he had a uh, ACL tear, so he will be a gray shirt. Last year he gray shirted. I wonder how many people remember Ronald Steele that played basketball for Alabama. Anybody, either one, you, remember, you remember how long that dude played? Number yeah. 20, right? Never heard of him. I don't know why, but I don't remember what number, number was. That dude seriously played like seven years. That was who I mixed Joe Johnson up with last year. Was it last really? Week. Really? Ronald Steele. No, but I think he does look a little seven? bit like Joe Johnson. He, it was, it, like, I think he got cleared for his seventh year or something like that, and he didn't come back. Well, it was yeah. it was six or seven. One if you three. haven't done what you needed to do in college in six years, don't come back for he, seven. I mean, dude, he was drawing he was drawing Social Security and still playing for Alabama. <laughs> Power. It was nice. Dude could play oh. when he was healthy. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that was an issue. One of the few guys who went there who could play. Ronaldo so. Bachman. <laughs> Ronaldo Bachman went to South Carolina. Oh, this is you're true. not very good at this. Gerald Wallace went there. So yeah, Gerald Wallace true. was solid. Gerald Wallace was. Sindelar will be the starting quarterback. He uh, played the first two games last year and then hurt his knee. Uh, kid's got a can of an arm, moves like a tank. He Just is, don't know where the ball's going. Yeah, he has a problem um, with interceptions. The guy played two games, uh, had three interceptions. Um, his career, he has 20 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Not the um, worst I've heard. I've heard four and 18. Before. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> – I, I think his problem is uh, he's, he has a legitimate NFL strength arm, and I think he thinks he can fit the ball wherever he wants to. And 
wide receivers bobbling it. That's why I totally blame it on. Uh, I think it's more small windows, but it could be bobbled. But we'll see. His uh, offensive line is going to have to step up. They uh, are only returning uh, two starters, and the rest are going to be freshmen and sophomores. There's no depth on the offensive line. So um, his mobility with two ACL tears uh, and a young offensive line does not breed well for a passing game. But they have the receivers. If he can get the time, they will uh, be a very potent offense. Uh, Bryce Hopkins will be a top ten uh, tight end in uh, the country. He's very good. He'll get drafted. Um, a lot of good tight ends in the Big Ten. There are, it's a very tight end heavy conference generally. Um, so they'll be very good there. Defense is super young. Uh, I don't have the number how many they return, but uh, there's going to be three freshmen starters, true freshmen. Like Oh, man. Um, and then there's a grad transfer, uh, Holt, the defensive coordinator's son, transferred from Western Kentucky. Uh, so he will be playing linebacker. So they'll be young and have new people. Um, At least he knows the system. He should know the system. Hopefully his dad said, hey, tackle that guy in another color jersey at some point in his life. It's a good system. Um, so that I will feel be – like that's effective. Yeah, that's going to be the determining factor. The defense – pass defense cannot get much worse. Uh, they were fourth worst in the nation. Mm. Um that's not good. No, I wouldn't say that's something I'd put on my resume. Uh, yeah. So they are, uh, they're young on the back end. Um, so hopefully they will uh, – this year, I got them winning eight games. But honest to God, they could win five games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are – it's not to be a cliche. They will uh, probably win a game that they shouldn't win. And they're probably going to lose – at least one game they shouldn't lose. Uh, but young line, young back into your defense, yeah. c- could they could grow up really quick or they could not grow up. You didn't really sell me on a successful season over there. Well, uh, they, are build, they are building. Yeah, it's Big Ten schedule. Um, they actually have somewhat of an easier schedule. Uh, they do not play Ohio State. They do not play Michigan. Um, they do play Michigan State, which that's the only team. Then, I would say probably Mich- if you had to choose two teams you don't want to play, though, I'd, I'd say Michigan and Ohio State yeah, are the two you, I don't want to play. If you can not play those two in the same year, yeah. you generally should win more games. So that's the reason I do have them picked to win eight games. Um, but uh, if Sindelar gets hurt again, all bets are off because after that it will be probably a redshirt freshman. Probably Nick Seif will probably be the quarterback, and he has thrown uh, th- one college pass for Better three than yards. Better right? Yeah. So, uh, Sindelar's got to stay healthy. Offensive line's got to block. Um, defense has to put pressure on the quarterbacks, which they did not do last year. They did not. That's the reason the passing defense was so bad. Quarterback stand there all day. Generally, somebody's going to get open after four to five seconds. Eight win season has to put them in contention for the West, right? Uh, Eight wins, I would say, would finish second. Yeah. Um, Maybe third. Depends on Northwestern. I could see top three. Yeah. Yeah, three for top three for sure. 
uh, not to make uh, beef feel better because he does not feel better. But this is probably going to be the last year Brom can go six and six. Uh, I'm obviously still all in on Brom. I am ecstatic. He's, I would hope so. You're stuck with him for about the next 50 years. Yeah, of that he stayed there. Um, and I'm still all in, but if he goes six and six this year, which is what some people are predicting, that's possible. Uh, but I think if that happens, the luster may start to wear off. But I'm still confident in what he can do as a coach. So I'm all in on him. Brom squad, all day, every day. I'm not. So you're predicting eight and four. Eight and four. Eight and four. So are we doing what, what we think we're the order that we think each each side is going to be? I would like to. All right. Well, you started to. Well, starting off with the correct answer first, I'll go with the West, and I'll go Iowa at one, Minnesota at two. Good grief. Yeah, they're up there, bro. <laughs> for number 15, I'm going to analyze Minnesota again for you. But number three, I've got Northwestern. Number four, I've got Wisconsin, five, Nebraska, six, Purdue, and seven, bringing him back, Chief Illinois, Illinois. Well, so you think Purdue's going to have a winning season too then? You got him ahead of the six and six Illini. Yeah, I could see him six and six as well. I don't think there's that many wins in the Big Ten there, bub. Yeah, that's probably true. So the East, I think Rutgers and IU give everybody every win. Yeah, the East, yeah, I have and a and uh, – I have a three-way tie for first, but since Michigan wins at the end, I'm going to give Michigan the, the win of the Big Ten East. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth, I'll have Penn State. Fifth, I have Maryland. Sixth, I have Indiana. And seventh, I have uh, Male High School. And then eighth, I have Rutgers. <laughs> hey, I did West. I just did East. So, I'm doing the East. That's who I had most of my teams in. You were supposed to get both of them. Well, I thought we were going to go one at a time, but you decided to do East. No. Just how much respect I give this conference, BJ. I don't care. Clearly not much. Well, my my East then, I also have Michigan at one, Ohio State at two, Penn State at three, Michigan State at four, Maryland at five, IU at six, Rutgers at seven. So close to the same. You just flip-flopped Penn State and Michigan State. Correct. My bottom two is the same. Bottom three is the same as you guys. I'm going to shake it up because – I, just, boy. I don't I don't buy the Jim Harbaugh hype. I think he's a good coach, but he just has proven. Um, Didn't you used to have his jersey? No, I had the Marshall Falk jersey. Let's get it straight. Yeah. It's a Jim difference. Harbaugh poster, no, no, okay. Marshall Falk jersey. Fair enough. Respect. But I'm going to go with the Nitty Lines at one. I think and they're going to do something stupid and win some ball games. Ohio State, um, I think they will struggle with the new coach. They have more talent than anybody in the country other than probably – Clemson and Alabama, but they just cannot. They always lose two ball games that they have no business losing. Uh, then Michigan State, hate to say that. Then Michigan, Michigan <laughs> schools could just fall off the map for all. You've I got care. Michigan down at four. Yeah, I got. I mean, the top four are probably going to be within two games. Yeah, there's going to be probably all eight and one. Think about it. Beef had all top three, eleven and one. Yeah, I mean. I did. I mean, that's total eight, record. Eight and one. Yeah, yeah eight yeah. and one records in the Yeah, Big I mean, now. fourth in the Big Ten's East is probably going to have two losses. So, yeah. maybe three at the most. That's if they just pick off each other. Uh, 
I'll start which the West. Can happen, unfortunately. Yeah. That's the tough thing about that side. I'll start the West. I'm gonna go Wisconsin because nobody can stop Taylor. Since mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick with my eight win Purdue. Got Purdue two. Probably it's gonna be a tie for the second spot between Purdue and Northwestern, Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Illinois because Minnesota and Nebraska is more hype than anybody else. All talk, yeah. no game. Saw a lot of good things about Nebraska. I didn't see much when I was researching it. Yeah. Well, you can read a lot of good things about a lot of schools, but that doesn't mean they can back it up on the field. True. So I'm going to go with Iowa finishing first, Wisconsin finishing second. Then I'm going to go Nebraska finishing third. And then I will go Purdue finishing fourth, Minnesota fifth. And you got Northwestern. Northwestern sixth and Illinois seventh. Wow. So we all have wide variety. It'll be fun to see at the end of the year who has bragging rights. I think we pretty much agree Rutgers is worse. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of do. Yeah. But that, apparently, Rutgers is worse. Apparently, IU is second worst. Illinois is no, third worst. Nope. I would say Illinois is definitely second worst. Okay. Lovey Smith has something else to say, my friend. Uh, he, yeah, ain't he, said none, he ain't said none yet. <laughs> Nine and 27, bro. He said a lot in the press conference because it got him a contract extension for seven years or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. a boy. So I guess we just move on to uh, the thing that D created, the power move. I'm super co-creator. glad. Super glad to be here with my co-creator, BJ. Thank I, you. I have no problem sharing. And you know, we should give some respect to the guy who gave us the platform to create such a good thing yes. as a power move. But that'll be some other time, some other yeah. dimension. But I, co-creator is perfectly fine with me. I like did, that. You got a, did you bring a power move with you? His power yeah. move is being here. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say he was creating it with BJ. But, yeah. Yeah, let me – let BJ go or somebody else go, and I'll give you a power move. He's blessing right. us with his presence. I've got a power move for I can, you. I can go first because I had two of them. Well, I don't care who you go. I got two of them. So, my first one, I'm giving a power move to Brooke Lopez. Oh. I don't know if you guys saw this story, and it's not no. the one that I was just talking about. So, Brooke Lopez says, you know what, man? I was a big fan of all the moves that Milwaukee made this offseason. Yeah, including except, picking up his except brother. Except for one. Yeah. Which is signing my brother. Yeah. So, my power move goes to Mr. Brooke Lopez. <laughs> Throwing shade on his brother, which is great. It's actually pretty funny. I was a fan of all of our moves except for signing my brother. Hey, I do hear they have some pretty tough practice sessions. Those oh, I guarantee it, man. Robin's the bruiser. Brooke, Brooke will finesse you. Yeah. But Robin, I think Robin would actually be the better piece for Team USA right now, to be honest. I think that's what we're missing. Miles Turner can space it, but good power. I move. could see that. Yeah. My power move, surprisingly enough, in the middle of summer is actually also basketball-related. And we talked about it briefly earlier, but it's going to go to Australia. Uh, Those games in Australia, they had 52,000 people in the crowd there in Melbourne. For what? Broke records. 52,000? For basketball? 52,000, yeah. Sheesh. Broke a record. It was over 52,000. Ended a USA 78-game win streak in international play. It's the first win against USA ever. They've played 26 games against them. Um, USA was up 10 in the third quarter, and Australia powered through and ended up coming with a four-point victory. Patty Mills scored 30 points and had 13 in the fourth quarter. Out of respect, you got to give the Boomers the power move of the week. You do. I don't have to. Yeah, I don't want to. 52,000 people, I told 
that's a lot. So, so it was a, a ball game, football or soccer or rugby stadium that they converted and put a basketball court on it, and then the bottom area is all filled with mobile seats. I mean, obviously they're not mobile, but they put them in there for the basketball game, and then you stay in the stadium. I kept thinking it's got to be terrible to watch it. So how many do they have in like a Final Four and Championship game when they have in a football stadium? What's the average attendance there? Well, Beaver Stadium we mentioned earlier has 107,000. So, I mean, that We're is a lot We're talking about more. basketball, not – I'm with you. We're done but with I'm Penn just State saying, football. I'm just saying. Look, I gave them – That's I gave a comparison them in the East. with less than half. Yeah, but how many like when they have it in uh, Atlanta? Or, a dome. Yeah, they got to have a lot. I, I mean, don't know the numbers a, off the top of my head. I mean, it's got to be 40-plus, doesn't it, when they have it those? I would assume so. But I guess they obviously didn't beat 52, so – well, no, no, no. Fifty-two thousand was for Australia, a record in oh, Australia. Oh, so that's not the. Okay. Yes, my bad. I yeah. misunderstood. No, it was all about Australia on this. You got to pay better attention, people. Ah, uh, sometimes you got to word it better, but. Uh, yeah. I'll take the blame. I, I got, I Thank got your you. blame. That's a power move. I got bro. you. That's a power move. So my power move is, um, it's safe to say, some of uh, the listeners will know this guy. Um, I've played golf Saturday with our boy Matt Mullins. Oh, Shout mate. out to Matt. I can't Shout wait to hear this. This is always a good time. <laughs> Parker. Uh, Matt Wellington. golfing stories are usually pretty good. Oh, they're the best. And uh, Brian Settle. I don't know if Brian listens or not, but shout out to you guys. Me and, Par- me and Parker won. Uh, we beat Matt and Brian in the uh, two-man skins game. We won, won $4. Thank you, guys. I like it. Um, Got to put a little skin in the game in yeah. the skins game. Me and Parker had to take a roaring comeback. We won uh, – Eight of the last ten holes to beat him. So what course did you play at? But we played a covered. Shout out to covered. Sponsor the podcast. Champions is better, but covered's all right. Ah, they're both fuzzy. Fuzzy. Courses. fuzzy yeah. Sponsor the podcast. Thank you. With uh, your helicopter. Yeah. That you, you land know, his, on. This the, is a true story. His brother used to come to Domino's all the time. I saw his brother down a uh, like a pint of whiskey and come in and get a pizza and then just leave. I totally believe that. Doesn't sound appetizing to me though. Totally, totally it, true. Yeah, but yeah. It, it pans out though. You probably shouldn't tell people that. I was like 12 years ago. Statute of limitations don't really matter. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. He, you're allowed Sorry. to drink, though. Well, what about the driving after it? He didn't say he drove. He could have gotten in No, he car. definitely drove. It, it was like 12 years ago, though. <laughs> that's no, what, no, it was actually like probably 13, 14 years ago. It's just a pie off the road. I don't yeah. know what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, there's probably coke in it, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Who knows? So, uh, we were on the uh, 16th hole. We played the back first, so it was backwards. We played the uh, – Matt was – not having his best day of golf, and um, he hits the ball a little bit to the right, not even far to the right, but a little bit to the right, and um, proceeds to sh- snap the driver square. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is probably an expensive driver too, right? Oh, I mean the driver. No such thing as cheap. Yeah, the, the driver has been through hell. Um, it's probably a couple of head taps. It it has. More dense than that car BJ sold, and it's probably. <laughs> hey, that one actually wasn't so bad. My car outside's probably. And worse. it actually probably has less paint than that car. Ooh, <laughs> now that's bad. Um, yeah. But the power move is not breaking the club. The power move is Matt breaks the club and then uses it later. No, oh, he he. We actually ended up. He threw it in the water. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying to get the. Uh, we we're trying to get back to the power move. We we're trying to get the broken part of the shaft out because he has a spare shaft in his bag, and we couldn't get it out. And he proceeded to just throw it over his head in the pond. Oh man! And, um, 
it's way to drive away with it just sitting there floating in the middle of the pond, which kind of broke my heart because I would have kept it and put it in my trophy case. But yeah. So that was your power move? No, no. The power move is so he snaps the driver and then still proceeds to par the hole. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. So the power move is somehow having the mental fortitude to still par the hole. It's amazing. That was one of his few pars for the day. He did not play very well. But that my power move is uh, Matt Mullins. Is Matt par in a hole after? Nice. Matt Mullins, next shot, Mac Mullins. That we'll call him. God, I don't know. I will. I will bust out another power move since I told you I was going to tell you guys this story early. Hey, this wasn't on eighteen, was it? No. No, I'm thinking champions. He's at sixteen. Yeah, yeah Six. I'm thinking champions. It was actually that's on, a really tough hole. Yeah, it was actually on seven of the front because we played the back. Okay. But the power move is. In honor of Penn State, yeah. there was a time in my college days that I went with a buddy to the uh, Indiana-Penn State football game at uh, Indiana, and we left Lagodi about 8 in the morning, proceeded to make our first stop at a adult beverage store and <laughs> grab a case of beer, and then proceeded to drink the case of beer on the way to the ball game. <laughs> um, so we get to statute of limitations yeah, is up on that as yes, well too. No also, big deal. I I was in the back seat, so I, there is no limitations on that. <laughs> well, open container, yeah, it's all good. Twenty also, yeah, but yeah. whatever. Um, so anyway, he said twenty years old also. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Twenty twenty vision. But also, um, so we get there. We park next to these lovely Penn State people. They were actually very nice people, and they have oh, as are so their car is covered. In these, uh, the Penn State magnets. Remember how the car magnets used to be? You know, the Paul Prince and they had the Nittany Lion head. Until people realized that you could take them off. Yeah. First. So um, we go into the game. We watch the first quarter, and at that point, it's we're done. We don't care. <laughs> so we leave the ball game in multiple forms and fashion. Yeah, done. Um, so we leave the ball game, and uh, I'm looking at my buddy. I said, I'm gonna take these magnets. <laughs> <laughs> this was my father's vehicle <laughs> he's like no no man leave those people alone so we get about five miles down the road and i look at my buddy i said hey man what are we gonna do with these magnets <laughs> and i proceed to hand him nine magnets that i've taken off this car he had to dispose of the evidence no they they were still on our fridge at me and felicity's old house we cannot i looked all day yesterday for him i couldn't find him i oh, know i got man. the magnet somewhere <laughs> yeah. but uh the power move is um allegedly taking yeah, right, taking taking magnets off of penn state fans car well, that's Sneak. hilarious because i know of multiple people who had them taken off their car too well i don't they also flew off cars you'd be driving down probably. the road and yeah, you'd see probably them could be true flying off the car but so, you pay like $30 for the big ones. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, genius business model. You just print it, put it on the magnet, boom. But sell, them and sell them another one two weeks later when some drunk guy steals it. Oh, yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. So, so I got probably another. paying you a cut of that, too. Yeah. I got another power move for you guys. What do you got? You guys heard a story about this 24-year-old uh, 24, 24 mother in, in England? No. No. I don't really read on a lot of 24-year-old mothers. Now, typically, well, if they're 25, you're gonna, you're read to You're going to want to read about this one. Okay. So, a 24-year-old mother, Amy Lee Hill. Amy Lee. Amy Lee. That's, Come a, on the that's a stripper name right there. <laughs> Amy Lee. Had her kid on <laughs> her back. Name. You know, one of those raps had her kid on her back and fought off three male attempted robbers Assailants. that were armed. With? One was a crowbar, one was a wrench, and the other one just his two fists. 
you know, but still, choice of that's weapons. because well, guns are illegal over there. Yeah, but so knives, there's I, no crime. I hear it's very here's the, th- here's the thing, BJ. Yeah. Yeah. The you guys are making outrageous. making fun of this. I'm not she fun fought of off three dudes with her kids strapped to her back, and they got absolutely nothing from her. Except a whooping. Yeah, except except <laughs> these hands, Bob. Yeah. Okay. So. Not only did she do that, but she also protected her 55,000-pound Audi, which is, in American money, $62,000 Audi. I appreciate you doing that translation. I did the math for you guys. I thought you were talking about a fat baby for a second. No. It's very disrespectful. uh, If you want to look up the story, you can look it up. There's pictures of her fighting because it was caught on camera. Yeah, I've seen it, actually, now that you say that. Yeah, so. 24 years old. She's a very good martial artist. Yeah, she, she beat him up with her kid strapped to her back. So that is my power, my second power move. Oh, Amy that's a legit Hill. power move. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah. Hey, robbers, invest in a gun. Yeah. So who else? Or who, at least a crossbow. So bro. who's got a beef? Do you a got a beef? D or you become beefless today? Well, no, I mean, I think I kind of said my beef earlier, but I'll reiterate: Indiana fans wearing basketball jerseys. <laughs> it, it really is not just Indiana fans. All. Fans. That's why I was laughing because I, I loved how you said here's Indiana. A, I'm yeah. gonna go off of yours because not only that, that, just pick, just wear the jersey, the right sports jersey you're at at a game. I, I can't stand when people wear other teams to games. I got a question though. That oh my gosh, that bugs me. You go to I, I, I go to yeah. IU Purdue game and I'm wearing a Louisville shirt. Yeah. Don't do that. No, no, no. We're a neutral color. I yeah. can respect that because I'm like, hey, I'm I don't got nothing to do with nobody. You're gonna here. bring the cat out of the bag here, BJ. You're gonna make me. You're gonna make me really say why I'm saying this. Okay. Well, you can say this before you say that. I've got a question. What about like on a lot of North Carolina apparel, it will say North Carolina basketball because clearly that's what they're known for. If I were to wear that to a North Carolina football game, do I get the chastisation of Daniel Grimes as well too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like it's not even close. Like yeah, that, that is precisely what I'm saying. Well, no, you said basketball jersey. Like I'm not wearing a basketball jersey. I'm wearing wear a the right sport. It's a wear t-shirt that says the North right Carolina sport. basketball. Okay. Wear the I right sport like that or wear a neutral sport. Yeah, buy a no, sport neutral. No, if I'm going neutral. to a North Carolina game, I'm going to support North Carolina, especially when it's at the Young I'm not Center. Say, I'm not saying that. I'm saying when Kentucky fans come to a game that doesn't uh-huh. even involve them and we're head-to-toe blue, Kentucky – dude, get out of our freaking stadium. No, I got respect arena. for that. I don't. Yeah. I'm going to kick them all in their tooth. I'm not even going to say you they got teeth. You are very flexible. It, I, oh, man, it bothers me. They might have one, It too, bugs me, so dude. So that is true, but you, that is Especially when they're playing at the same time. Go watch your game, dude. True. That go is, watch your game. Okay. That, it happens all the time. That just shows you they don't really care about your game. You're just there to straight troll. Yeah, like – that's what bug. Go well, if watch that your- game is on, but besides that, I think it's saying, "Hey, I'm a Kentucky fan. I'm not changing for none of you knuckleheads." No, I think it's purely to spit in somebody's face. Well, it's a complete lack of dis- you know, lack I guess of respect. It depends on which way the wind's blowing. I guess. No. What's your beef? What you got? My beef, you almost made me forget it there because you were very angry. I he was, was, he was I worked you, up. I told you it was going to happen. He was worked up. Talking about I thought this table was going to get broken there for a second. It's like WWE. But my, my beef is a simple one this year. And it also, it also this year. Um, is this the only one you get one? Yeah. Last one for the year? It also involves fighting. But my beef is with MMA fighters deciding to fight outside the octagon or the cage. We just saw Conor McGregor punch some old dude yeah, in a bar. Ridiculous. Questionable move. I actually heard that was because he wasn't taking a shot with him, and that's why he punched the dude. Oh, that makes it okay then. Yeah. That's, that's perfectly fine. So, to me, that 
as, especially if it was proper 12, which is his own brand. It's very disrespectful of him to do. But now we've seen BJ Penn, who's a former UFC legend. Now he's not been winning so many fights recently, but he's had two fights recently. He actually got knocked out in this one. So, yeah, might, might be time, A, to hang up the gloves for BJ Penn, B, MMA fighters. Quit fighting outside the octagon or the cage. Get paid to fight inside it. It's also got to be miserable for them, though, because, oh. I mean, every person got to walk up to you with a tap-out shirt or UFC shirt and saying, I bet I could take this guy. Yeah. I mean, or I can without remember. that and still just trying to yeah. jack with him. I mean, I can remember when I played basketball in high school, everybody's like, man, I bet I could take that guy in basketball. No. Oh, I hear it all the time. No, you can't. Yeah. Even women's basketball, that's the best. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Just don't challenge somebody that's that good at sports. So with fighting, that's an interesting element. I think they can also get charged with more crimes than what the average because it's you know, it's don't not, they have to? Uh, they have to say their hands are what uh, legal weapons? Yeah, yeah, license weapons. Weapon. They have to license them as weapons. Or I something? don't think that's. Do they actually true. have to license them? Yeah, I don't think that's it's fully or true. Or not license? They have to. I've always heard that like they can't punch anybody because didn't John Jones have? Didn't his brother get beat up in front of him because he supposedly said that he couldn't help him? Well, his brother plays for the Arizona Cardinals, so I don't yeah, think but it was it wasn't done. like one on one fight. It was like yeah. he got jumped or something. I and he know. said that he couldn't help because of his hands being that considered. That sounds something like his lawyer would say because if yeah. John Jones was there with all the trouble he's been, and he's fighting for sure. He don't care. But, yeah, I, I'm sure you do want to probably tell him that you don't want to do this. And I've heard of stories like that saying, hey, you don't want to do this. It's just going to end. Typically now with how many people know jiu-jitsu, they're just going to choke him out. But on the case of McGregor, he decided to sucker punch him, and then B.J. Penn got knocked out. That's like sucker, well, sucker punching a seven-year-old guy. In the ring? Yeah. Oh, sheesh. Yeah, you better go ahead and retire, bro. You done. Well, everybody awesome. gets caught with a random haymaker. Man, when you're fighting sure. outside the ring, you got knocked out? Well, yeah, there's probably 100 people standing around. Yeah. I'm trying to give a guy props. There's probably cameras flashing his eyes, no, homeboy no, coming. No, if Ron Artest didn't get knocked out when he ran up in the stands oh, in the Malice in the oh, Palace. Oh, man. And B.J. Hey, Penn needs to quit, dude. I know oh. the dude who punched Jermaine or Jermaine O'Neal punched. You know him? Yeah, he buys fireworks from Big Fireworks. Do you think you would go around bragging about you caught the haymaker from He does. Oh, no he made, way. Dude, he made a lot of money. A well, he has probably still spending on fireworks. Yeah. He probably got it now. No, he still has it. He's driving Escalades, new Escalades, filling up trailers. He made that much money? Oh. I mean, I can't he probably made a couple zeros. hundred grand no. at least. Millions. Millions? Millions. Oh, God. Did you remember that punch? Oh, I mean, I remember that. I mean, I, dude, the whole it, thing it is it's hard to watch. Punch into his face. And he's on the court. Like, I have no clue how he won that. Good yeah. lawyers. Yeah, if you're on the court, you're – uh, anyway, well, I don't know if you're free game to get punched, but you're definitely. You ought to be if you're on the court. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's not out there cheering him on. Yeah. yeah. So, you got anything else on that? No. Well, I'm going to bring my beef back to something we've already talked about. Yeah. Bad the basketball jerseys at football games? No. It's actually, I'm actually. People um, wearing medium sized jersey, but it says double XL on it. No. <laughs> okay. I just had to double Something check. else we talked about, guess again. Masters I'm just hats. kidding. I'm just Green kidding. Masters no. hats. Okay. Uh, I'm Minnesota. gonna talk I'm gonna talk about the, the Indianapolis Colts. Oh. And how fans. disrespectful their fans were Saturday on booing a man that has just you know, not gotten you back to what you were with Peyton Manning. I'm not gonna go that far. Close. But the guy that gave you everything that he had and wasn't the one that announced his retirement, Adam Schefter did. Wasn't like he had planned a press conference for the next day. So, 
And then you got D over here bringing me more details that there's rumors going around that the Colts may have told him to hold off until two weeks before the season so that they could sell more season tickets. That's what uh, some indie media thinks. So, that, I mean, hey, that's actually very plausible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially made, with it, yeah. it wasn't like this stuff just, just now happened. His calf and ankle have been hurt in the entire offseason. They almost let the cat out of the bag whenever they, because they, what was it like two weeks ago, they were like, oh, yeah, it's his ankle. And all the media was like, well, hold on, I thought it was his calf was hurt. They're like, uh, yeah, well, he also hurt his Slide ankle in practice. Spring, yeah. Uh, he's hurt both of them. When? He ain't practicing. <laughs> That's where that $24.8 million came in then. That yeah. makes sense. So I'm also going to double down on my beef. So I'm not only going to get mad at the Indianapolis Colts uh, fans. I'm also going to get mad at someone that should probably never really talk about anyone else. Oh. And that's Mr. Doug Gottlieb. Oh, no. Doug, first off, Doug Gottlieb's a turd sandwich. I can't stand that dude. I'm glad he's not on ESPN because now I don't really ever see him because I don't watch FS1. That's a delicacy in some countries. <laughs> no, this dude, I, I cannot stand Doug Gottlieb. Yeah. And the stuff that he said, what was it? He said that, oh, it sounds to me like he's just a millennial that doesn't really care about uh, or doesn't want to go through the rigors of. No, somebody, somebody retiring for going to rehab is the most millennial thing ever. Retiring because rehabbing is too hard is the most millennial yeah, thing ever. Good. Hashtag Andrew Luck. You know what else is the most millennial thing ever? Stealing your roommate's credit card and then transferring to a different school because you got in trouble. Yeah. That's Power also move. very millennial. So Doug Gottlieb, shut up. You should never really talk about anyone doing anything because you can't even control things in your own life. Hey, the other hot take I saw was Stephen A. Smith saying that the Indianapolis Colts fans were correct in booing him. No, they're not. Those are the only two people I heard say anything. No, because what's this, somebody else said it that also worked for FS1. Okay. That's the only two yeah. that I heard. That's what I'm saying. But shout out to Troy Aikman, though. I don't oh, know if you saw the thing. Troy Aikman yeah, came he, out and just put him, put him to bed. Yeah. Shout out to Troy Aikman. Yeah. With as many hits as he took to his head, it sounds like he's still intelligent. I wish he was uh, something other than a cowboy. i give him more credit. So that's my beef. The Colts fans and Doug Gottlieb. I can't stand either one of them. Yeah. I'm sorry to say that. I don't like the Colts. I did respect Andrew Luck. Throw I Stephen actually a felt a too. lot. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith. His thing well. was timing, which if timing is his only thing, maybe he'll change his tune based on the information that Daniel Grimes dropped on us today. Well, here's man. the thing, man. He's the still, money's a part that even if it's Even if it's timing, he's still not the one that announced it. Adam yeah. Schefter was the one who tweeted it. Yeah. Well, he wasn't the one that said, hey, I'm retiring and telling everybody this right now. I'm not saying timing of it being on a Saturday night. I'm saying timing in the season. He was saying that he should have done it. He listed all these people who retired early and even before the age of Luck did, and he said X day on X year, and then he listed Luck. Well, maybe August. it was maybe it was one of those things because we all know who Luck Know how what kind of guy Luck is? Yeah, high character. Luck's, yeah, he's not going to do that to a team intentionally. Luck's probably thinking, not. "Oh, I can probably be back before the season. Maybe this was we tried everything and we can't do anything else." Well, so it sounds I, like he's just know. mentally broken. Yeah, I think the money had a lot to do with the timing. I don't. No, because I, the I'm Colts not trying technically, to. The Colts technically didn't have to give him that. Exactly, but they let him take it. Yeah, but that was after he had already announced he was retiring. Yeah, but they could still go after it. Yeah, but I'm saying they were the ones that said, yeah, you can go ahead and take it. If anything, I would have just said, no, we're not going to. So I don't think really the money had anything to do with it in this aspect. I think, it would more, I think it would more be what you said, where they said that maybe the 
season ticket or, or they they sold the season tickets yeah. to do that. I could see that being oh, a plausible yeah. thing. Yeah, very. And I, or he legit, you know, tried to do everything, and it was just and I can't do anything else. That that's the bad part about the fans booing, uh, and they also I know. Schefter uh, reported it just as soon as he got it because he's always one breaking the news. Yeah. But with the team being on the field, that's a terrible time for that news to get oh, out. Oh, yes. my gosh. But sure. Can I, you imagine having the Indianapolis Colts updates on your cell phone? Yeah, and then, yeah that's what they said. The fans were in the stands. They were looking at you like, hey, did you get this text? And, like, everybody starts checking their phone. Oh, I saw a dude taking his jersey off at the game. I'm yeah. just like, that's – I mean, don't take so, your jersey off. So, I mean, I off. think the, the, the worst part is I don't – does the guy retiring is perfectly fine. I'm correct. You look, get out with your health. That's perfectly fine. I mean, football. You've seen people with terrible brain injuries. Get out while you can. I got no problem with that. Unfortunately, we saw stuff like Junior Seau. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. tough but, to watch, man. So, and you know, probably will never know the truth. But if it is actually right. that the Colts knew he's going to retire, but got him to stay on to sell season tickets, that's not right. But the no. boo Andrew Luck is still not right. The the fans really were probably more mad at the situation, but that doesn't make it okay. But if yeah. the Colts truly did what it is plausible that they did, keeping him around to sell more season tickets, because I can tell you the $24 million probably is a drop in the bucket compared to ticket yeah. sales and box sales and TV you know, contracts. Apparel, all, it, that, that, really, that really starts to connect dots with that. That's really oh, kind of yeah. – Jim Irsay. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's true. It's still booing him is that's rough. That's tough to do for everything he has done for the team, and you know he is for all everybody knows he's you know spent countless hours at Riley Hospital. You know, done you know meet and greets. You know, he's been a very high character, high character team building. You know, a community leader. So everything would make you think he's done everything right but this situation is just it's bad if you spent you know thousands of tens of thousands of dollars on tickets you're immediately super pissed that i spent six grand on four tickets and they're gonna be lucky to win six seven games yeah so it's, doesn't make it okay by any it's means. a weird situation it's a tough situation i think there's a lot more going on behind closed we, doors yeah our um, set's in a tough spot too because now he's yeah. at the helm of it all and guess what if they don't win those games he's and he's not exactly quick. proven because wait in 17 when luck was hurt what do you go two and 11 two and 14 yeah but let's much, be much fair better. though that team was actually a lot worse oh that team was bad that team was really bad around that team was bad this age. team is was built to win 10 12 games i think so i think this team was built to win the division I yeah mean, who cares how many they they were built to be a playoff team yes and it, they're not a playoff team now yeah, I mean, I think the difference is, I was talking to my buddy about this the other day, the difference between Brissett and Luck, Brissett's just a game manager. He's yeah. not going to win you games, but he's no. not going to lose you games. Luck was going to well, go out there. Well, yet to be determined still, too. So far of what we've seen, yeah. I, I would agree with that. Uh, but Luck, on the other hand, Luck was going to go out there. And Luck was going to win you some games with his arm. Yeah. yeah. He was going to make throws that some quarterbacks can't make just because of the, the caliber of quarterback he and was. And his feet, not as far as rushing, yeah. but eluding. I yeah. mean, that, that dude and his size, I mean, he's very agile for his yeah. size. I mean, I hope – I mean, you brought up a point as well. Maybe they gave him that $25 million in hopes that he would come back in a couple seasons. Let's hope that that's what it is. Yeah, but in a couple seasons, I mean – or you, even next you, season. Yeah, but do you really want a – if it's past next year 
do you want a 31-year-old, two years removed from football, quarterback? I would say if he's going to be a top eight guy, yes, which two years away from football I think is the time frame. Anything over two years, I think he loses. I think one. I mean, the speed of game is going to catch up to him, but with preseason, with his offseason, and and also knowing the work ethic that he has. It depends on what he does in the time frame. Yeah. If he sits on the couch for a year yeah. and deciding oh, yeah. what's I mean, coming back. Good. I don't see oh, that yeah. happening. I mean, I, probably not, but I'm just saying, like, that well, – his regimen is going to – Well, rehabbing right now as far as just yeah. getting back to where he physically day-to-day feels all right. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's the same thing with Grok. I was wondering, do you, do you – Gronk, not Grok. Do you think uh, position plays into that time frame, or do you think that's quarterback position? You got a year window. Uh, I think quarterback has a much smaller window. I think yeah. you could play running back or linebacker or tight end. Safety. I would almost throw running back in the same position as quarterback. I think I would too. I mean, maybe, that, maybe, but, uh, even yeah. Less. Maybe I don't. Because I, I don't even frame. know if I would even throw them in that window. Also, they're yeah. always looking for the next up. Yeah. At those two positions, you're always looking for a quarterback and a running back. Running running backs are much more um, disposable. Yeah. They are. Very true. I mean, it, it's proven in the past couple of years. Like, who's that guy that played for the Rams that they picked up in week eight off the street? C.J. Anderson, right? Yeah. I mean, you can – He wasn't playing anywhere? Yeah. And I'm not saying anybody can walk off the street and play NFL football by right. any means. But a quarterback is a much tougher position to know every in and out of every single play. And execute at and a execute. high level. Yeah. And quarterbacks don't come in and out. Running backs take – 15, 20 plays off a game. Yeah. I mean, maybe more. Some some do, some don't. So that plays a lot into it too. Quarterback, if a quarterback's on the field, everybody's talking about for that play, well, why is Andrew Luck on the sideline? Why is Tom Brady on the sideline? Yeah. Why, you know. Even look at the Zeke situation right now. I mean, there, there's two sides to that coin, but they're, Cowboys are even saying they're okay with him missing the first couple of games because that just means he's going to be fresh towards the end of the season. Well, it also <laughs> means they're probably going to pay him less because yeah. – I mean, it really depends on how they do with those games. If they win the first three games. You're still going to pay him less because he's playing less games. Well, not no, I mean your contract. Like, if I you, think he still gets paid, though. I don't think he, he does. No. I bet he don't get paid. Really? I bet he gets well, paid, but I, I mean, bet he don't get paid by the Cowboys. I bet he gets paid a, by somebody else. That could be. I bet the Cowboys don't pay him. I'm told, we've had this talk before. I think if I'm the Cowboys, I trade him. Yeah. I, not because – Well, you think it's the same as the um, Le'Veon situation? No, I, I, I trade him before that. I think that, that was franchise tag, so that's yeah. different. I think if you, I think if anybody called and said, "Hey, we'll give you, I don't know, two first rounders and a second rounder," why? Well, I don't know if that's enough for him right now with how high his draft, with how high his stock. I mean, they're is. saying Jadavion Clowney is on the market, but they're saying probably Miami is where he's going. But to me, that would be interesting because that's a good piece. Now Dallas doesn't really need that because they've got a couple of guys who are good linebackers as well as DNs, but. But you could have a lot of those. There's you can never have enough pass rushers. If I'm being honest, I see Jadavion and Clowney head to the Chargers for oh, man. Uh, Melvin Gordon. I think that Melvin Gordon's going to get moves as well. That that would be a more feasible position for someone like Jadavion and Clowney to go to. Could you picture him with that defense they already have? Yeah, yeah, that would fit in well. Mm. Stout. Mm. I'm not, I actually I'm not breaking any news or anything, saying I know anything. I'm just saying I feel like that would be a better fit for someone like Jadavion and Clowney. I think if I think if Dallas can get anything out of him, I'd take him because I don't think they're paying him. I don't. I mean, I don't either. I mean, the stuff that Jerry Jones has already kind of come out and said. It's like he's been throwing some jabs. Yeah, he's he's definitely not pulling any punches when he's talking about him at all. I heard. Uh, I just read an article 
earlier today that I guess they had their meet and greet or whatever they had, and Jerry Jones walks up and says, well, it looks like we're missing somebody still, but maybe we'll be on the field later. <laughs> and, of course, everybody loses it, and everybody knows who he's talking about. So, I mean, he's not exactly being shy about the whole situation. I mean, you saw what he said the other day, right, when someone said, uh, what about Ezekiel Elliott? And he goes, and who? Yeah, Ezekiel, uh, yeah. Who? It's like, I mean, they do – I would say their best player on their team. Oh, well, defensively, uh, they've got some studs, too. I would huh. still say he's probably their best, most yeah. talented player. But I'd say offensively, it's him and then Amari Cooper. Yeah, they're probably right there together. But, I mean, you could get some. I don't know. They got Witten back, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it, it remains to be seen. I don't think he gets paid in Dallas. I think he gets paid somewhere else, but I do think he gets paid. I think he gets paid in Dallas. Mm. I, I mean, mean we'll he, he may get some money, but I, I bet he don't get it. What's he even asking? I don't even know what he's... No one's ever said. He just says he wants more money because he knows that his windows are going to close soon. Which is not – I also I, can't blame. Like, I, I cannot blame you. Blame yeah, but, I get both sides. But if yeah. I'm Dallas, I'm like, man, you've already had a lot of carries on you, dude. Yeah. I mean, A lot of carries. Man, you took a lot of carries at Ohio State. You took a lot of carries since you've been here. Yeah. And you've also been in trouble a lot, too. That's the kicker. Yeah. Is, is the He has not exactly been a phenomenal – team player as far as staying out of trouble. You know, he is – every offseason he's had something, hasn't oh, he? Yeah. Some type of either meeting with the uh, commissioner. commissioner or actual legal trouble getting arrested or accused of something. Yeah. That stuff. It wears on teams, man. It does. I don't really blame him for getting upset about it. But, yeah, I, I don't know how we got to talking about Ezekiel Elliott when we were talking about Andrew Luck. But, yeah, it's – I don't know. I, I still think it's a joke that Doug Gottlieb and those fans boot him for wherever it is. We, again, we'll never know the real story. You're probably never going to hear the real story what comes out of there unless somebody leaks it. 30 for 30. Yeah. 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 Even then, you got to have documentation or you're going down for saying it. Yeah. It, <laughs> everything you hear now is going to be hearsay at best. So, D, appreciate you coming on. I mean, you, I'm not totally sure I meant to go through the list, but I think being a third time returning guest i think it puts me in the lead i oh, passed yeah. i passed the great denny crumb for being tied for second yeah. yeah um bj has tony hicks had two as well too so yeah hicks yeah. had two john has had two two oh. bj had to relinquish his guest's role true yeah. so you had you had to lead at first yeah yeah. yeah, you got the three the quickest. So oh, I'm still the best, but I had the lead for most yeah. times on here. So I, I just you like saw a, that from my Minnesota. Yeah. Ryan analysis. has also had two as two. well. Yeah. Ooh, well, he was the co-host the one time. Yeah, so that may count for another half, but so that's right, guys. In, in the, the clubhouse lead, D Grimes, Grimes <laughs> squad for oh, guest of the no. year. I'm also not going to mess up like Ray did. I can tell you my wife is still going to be listening to this at this point. So <laughs> she's going to be going all well, the way I told, there. I told you that she did listen to yeah, the Yeah, you told me. That was, was so good. Yeah. <laughs> but she bust me. I didn't say anything bad about her. I rated it. On air. Yeah, yeah on air. So <laughs> Felicity's a loyal listener, so she's going to be listening yeah. through the whole thing through for sure. That's what We always shout out Felicity on here. Yeah, and KFC. Some of us. Yeah, Sponsored yeah. podcast. Finger looking good sauce. Hey, you hey, should that give that a fair. Yeah, at. thank you. The uh, Georgia Gold, though, that's also very good. That's the sauce they actually put on it, though, right? You yeah. can't get that as a sauce? No, no, you can't get okay. that on. That's like a... See, I, I need to try it. I haven't tried that. It's good. Yeah. Well, D, again, thanks for coming on. Uh, I had fun uh, badgering the Big Ten, pun intended. Yeah. I already used All that right, Yeah, I know. I'm, st- I'm stealing it from you. I'm okay. going to... I still be used, though. 
I'm sure. using a Carlsman seat. Sure you know, I'm just stealing credit. your joke. Uh, kind of like you stole the power move from D. Well uh, played, Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> but, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. Hopefully you guys like the, the uh, fast food bracket. Uh, I think we're going to, after this round, we're going to wait until, what, Sunday? Is that what we said? I think so. I think the date falls on Sunday when it finishes. So we're going to wait till Sunday to finish up the bracket. Might been be a, Saturday because two a, days from today, Friday, Saturday. Might be Saturday. A lot of, He's uh, no mathematician, guys. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. is tough to count. Been a lot One, of discussion, two. though, on there. Uh, been a lot of weird votes, in my opinion. Like, I don't know why some of these have won. Uh, well, they've won because they have more votes than the other one. I mean, I saying, voted for some that have not even eight because the other one is so trash. What, like, which one? I voted for Indies over... Long John Silvers, right? Yeah, because Long John See, Silvers. A lot of people Good answer. Uh, a lot of people crapped on Long John Silvers. I actually like Long John Silvers. Yeah, no. but did you take Indies or Long Johns? I took Indies, but I'm saying Okay, like, so that was a long-winded good for nothing. Okay, so what was another one? Uh, Indies in the second round. Who they have in the second round? I'll give you who the surprise. I think it's Arby's. Yeah, no. Arby's yeah, was, was Arby. correct. Yeah. You don't like Arby's? I mean, Arby's is good, but it's not that good. First round surprise. That means they to got me the meats. Panera over Rapid Fire. Never had yeah, either. Panera's trash, dude. Hardee's over Chipotle. Now, the one that was close was Penn Station over Wendy's. Never had Chipotle because I refused to eat it because I don't want salmonella. Yeah. Subway took an early bow to five guys. Nice. I thought Subway was going to do better than what it did. No. I mean, Subway's not even the best sub shop. Well, that's a tough matchup, but I thought Subway was going to do better. No. White Castle over Popeyes. I thought Popeyes, with how popular it is currently, you won't give a you won't give Subway a shout out to their creator, yeah, or their their most famous uh, iconic member, yeah, Gradu- no. well, graduate of he's unable the to listen to here Indiana currently. University. <laughs> makes sense. Him and Mark Cuban were best bros. Yeah, they had to take all this stuff down. Chick-fil-A over Cadoba and Taco Bell over McDonald's. See, that was the thing, man. I told you we should we didn't. So this go ahead and tells you guys and we don't do collusion here. I told I did you it. I don't know if you did or not. No, I never did. This well, I, every time I sent it to you was the first time. I told you dude, we should have reshuffled it though. There's no way Kidoba and You actually Chick-fil-A. didn't even tell me that because you knew I wouldn't have. You should have No, done I did it. say, man, we really can't have that matchup of Kidoba and Chick-fil-A in the first round. That's a heavyweight yeah, matchup. That, that's, that's a final one, four. one seed meeting yeah. in the first round. Yeah, that's final but four. Think about it. I know Kadoba is your personal favorite. but I, I love Chick-fil-A, too. That's no, what I'm no, saying. No. Those two should not have been facing. Hear me out. I'm talking about there's a category of each one. So we talked about this before, but Kadoba, Moe's, and Chipotle are in a category. Yeah. I know you said Kadoba is your personal favorite. Well, yeah, because it's the best. Well, my personal favorite is Chipotle, but that's I wrong. do have Kadoba as wrong. a close second. Wrong. The only one left is the one that all three of us agree is third worst or third best. Out yeah, of that's list. ridiculous no. to me. That Mo- that's, that's Moe's is probably going out this round, though. Yeah, I mean, I could he, is there even say, Moe's round? There's still one in yeah, Clarksville. One in Clarksville. Is it still there? Hey, welcome to Moe's. Yeah, that place. No, is... it's not in Clarksville. That's where I used to go get my Moe Mondays, and they closed. The one over there by the pizza. It's a Schwinn bike shop now, or something. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's no, it's not been there for like three years. That either. shows you how trash that place is. I yeah. didn't even know. Well, I knew because I would go to Mo Mondays. Congratulations! I'm glad you also I'm wear a medium shirt. I'm glad it's there. No Champion. Mo. No Mo. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah. What was Classic. the other one you were surprised lost? I already named all twelve of them. Uh, second round surprised me that even though I voted for Indies, I was surprised that Indies beat Arby's. Um, I was also surprised that the five guys over KFC. I, you know, I've never been a big five guys fan. So I think that's the thing that's surprising to me. 
Um, the two biggest blowout victories in my notes that I have here, I've got Chick-fil-A over Zaxby's at an 80% margin. That's, that's low to be 80%. Disrespectful. That's startling to me why you guys do not have better palates. But I mean, um, Zaxby's is okay. I love Zaxby's. Yeah, you probably like the salads. You want me to tell you a secret? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, I make both. I do have a rule. I have a rule. You can't buy salads in stores, like at restaurants and stuff. The only place I'll get it, and he can attest to it. Actually, you can attest to this, too, is Roosters. Roosters has a good no, RVB. No, bro. You got to get the tots at Roosters. Texas yeah, but you can get all of the above. salad, bro. Caesar. Texas Roadhouse does have Texas Roadhouse salads. You like yeah. the ranch. Yeah, well, yeah. that's why. Okay. Everyone likes the ranch. Well, no, some of us sophisticated palate individuals like blue cheese you go because to that's Texas like ranch Roadhouse but better. And you don't get the ranch on your salad? Caesar. I'm a Caesar guy too, but Caesar there is good. You can't go yeah. to Texas. Have you ever had their ranch? What you got to do, what ranch. you got to do is get the Caesar salad, but get the chicken critters that way you can have the ranch on the chicken critters. That way you can yeah. have both. Yeah, that's decent. So I you don't the, ever eat ranch at all. You know, when, like, you only have the option of, like, French or ranch, sometimes I'll go ranch. Where do you have those options? I'd like a wedding or something. Right? I mean, you Who this. gets a salad at a wedding? I do. I take everything that's up there. I go back for thirds, fourths, and fifths. Don't waste your time on the salad when they're going to have cake. Yeah. No, this, that is true. Punch. You do want to give a lesson. Open bar. Well, I'm more about the food than anything else. But let's say when you've got the food up there, you go for the food that's going to be on the first. Caesar salads at Texas Roadhouse. No. I can't believe I'm listening to this, dude. Hey, I eat salads like six days a week. I love salad, dude. Yeah. I don't eat it near as much as you do. But, dude, Texas Roadhouse house salad is flames. You know what else I've been doing? Let's hear it. I've been on a yogurt kick recently. You can't hey, have ice cream, bro. That's why. Hey, since it's just then, yogurt is just melted ice cream. Well, in some people's minds, in mine, it's not. In my, my you know, in my daughter's mind, it is. You know, yeah, I tried to tell that to my niece and nephew the other day. It didn't go so good. You yeah. know what you do? You got to brainwash them early, bud. Try to. Man. They they don't need anything healthy. Get get some chopped pecans. Put some chopped pecans in there. Take whatever fruit you want. Your strawberries, your blackberries, whatever else. Put them in there. Take your vanilla blueberry granola, put that in there as well, too, and the white macadamia nut granola. It doesn't sound like that's healthy at all. Well, I didn't say it was healthy. I just said I've been on it. You know, I'm, can't you tell I've been on my gains, bro? Oh, yeah. My tattoos are getting stretched out. Yeah, that out. jersey so is big. really tight. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you thought this was a medium. That's actually a W for women's. God, I can believe that. Women's double XL, and I'm ripping through the seams, bro. Yeah, I wish you all could see this this jersey. I actually took a picture before he actually noticed. Oh, I got oh, a picture before you, no, before you noticed. Oh, I, yeah, I, got, I was deep in my notes. Of, yeah. yeah, talking got, about Minnesota yeah. going 9-7 and seven or whatever. Let's, let, let's wrap this thing up. Let's put a bow on it. Rapid fire is not going to be open forever. It's yeah. not. It's only open seven or one more minute. So, guys, you guys oh, have no. successfully it. kept me from doing my Wednesday thing. It's I'm okay. Sorry. I had it Monday. It's all good. Mm. Uh, so and probably again tomorrow. No. What are you getting Thursday? Thursday I don't eat at night because I play softball. You don't eat we'll at all. Ro- we'll go Roosters normally after the game. Do you? we got the late game, West Coast game, 830. Yeah, you come up and eat Roosters with us. Yeah, come out. Sports team, beef, beef squad, Yeah. 0-2. 0-2, yeah. I play basketball, but text me tomorrow because I might meet you guys thereafter. Fair enough. I'll yeah. We'll be in the parking lot. We're always there. In the parking lot? Yeah, and then we usually go – or a lot of times we go to Roosters. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let me know. 
I might be there. We'll do. I unless open, game. open invite to anybody yeah. that gets this far in the podcast. Yeah, unless yeah. Crystal's mad that game and she may not go. The Lexter. No, dude. Roosters is crack a Don't worry. Crystal won't get this far in the podcast. She <laughs> no listens, way. She listens for her ad, and then that's probably it. So I knew that was going to be bad when I said the first time. The Lexter. So, so guys, keep liking, keep sharing. D, thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. Shout out to D. For sure. Guest um, of the year, front runner. Yes. Front runner right now. I don't know, man. There's been a lot of good guesses. Not for the see. I only got one for the year. Plus, he's sitting right next to us. I gotta tell you. I know. But we had Larry O'Bannon and Tony Hicks. Yeah. Yeah. Saw Tony by the way on Saturday. Uh, He says he's got about three to four more weeks of rehab. So don't don't retire, Tony. Don't retire. Stick it out, (laughs) bud. No, stick it out. Uh, So guys, it's pretty decent. Yeah. yeah, keep liking, keep sharing, quit playing basketball with BJ if you're Tony because then you won't break your foot. No, I was on his team, and we were winning. He Go walked on. out of the gym talking trash. That's my that's my guy right there. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. But keep liking, keep sharing, beef out. <laughs>